Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, let's go, stinking genius. Go, let's go, let's go. I like to hear you in a good mood. It's been a fun I'm not in a good tonight. mood. You know I'm not in a good mood, but I, I can't I can't worry about this year's football season anymore. Uh it is O V E R for me. So I'm 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 waving the white flag for the Dolphins. Again, my reminder they did start O in what two or three last year. But at still, least I still got my Cowboys. Right? How about right? my Cowboys? Uh, don't do that to Bobo, please. <laughs> it's been a Arnie, do not. Don't do that. <laughs> Arnie, don't do that. I I will fly hey. to where you are and hurt hey, you. Hey, who picked the who picked the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl? I did. I I, I think you changed your mind like Well, I'm, I'm gonna go back and change no, my mind not. again. No, you're not. You better take that. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Arnie Arnie has already started, Bobo, looking at quarterbacks in the two thousand and twenty two draft for the Dolphins. He's gonna be telling us about in week how four. Ma- yeah, yeah, Matt Matt Corral and Desmond Ritter and Malik Willis are you, you know what's it's so like funny? Cake for Willis. I looked for 2023, but I guess that's when the Dolphins will have a couple of high draft picks or something like that. I re- I'm not kidding around. I, I did mean, look at that. Cam Newton's still out there. Why don't y'all give him a call? There Stop you go. it. Stop it. I would Why rather not? lose. I'm sorry. I'm Deshaun sorry. Watson, you know. Hey, I hey, can't believe this was going to be our year. This was our year. Who said year. that? Nobody said Nobody that but you. Everybody was saying that. that. Who's Thank everybody? You, everybody, everybody. Everybody in Arnie? 
Everybody in Vermont must be Gosh. saying it. I've got a yeah, name all, for you. Wait, Chris, all the all the Dolphin fans in <laughs> Vermont were saying it. <laughs> By the way, uh, I, I, I've got a name for you, Barney, yeah. if you're looking yeah. ahead of 2023. Are you ready? Yeah. I can sense the excitement. He's already got a lot of endorsements lined up. DJ Uyunglele. <laughs> How are things looking for the presumptive 2023 number one overall pick in the draft? Well, the but, fact that they dropped out of the, what the top 25 for the first time in uh, as uh, oh, what eight years or something. Did they finally drop him out of it? Because usually they allow Clemson to stay ranked regardless of what happens. Oh, by the way, uh, Jimbo Fisher has just received another raise from Texas A&M. Arnie, <laughs> before we get into the fun of tonight, I do want to yes. give some kudos because. Uh, Bobo and, and Bo Benson and our man Kiris have been grinding all right. day uh, in the Fox Sports Radio studios, and we're just grateful for their hard work. Kiris has been grinding all day long. I know, right. Arnie, you're not the technical guy. No, but I right? took care of it. I, I, I fixed everything, and the lights are back on, so I took care of everything. Now, I, I appreciate you. You're but welcome. You're welcome. I don't think you had anything to do with it. You don't so know that for sure. I know that for sure. So kudos <laughs> to Kiris and the engineering crew at uh, Fox Sports Radio. Incredible job. Way to grind, guys. And we're pumped to be on the air with you tonight. So yes, beyond the 2023 NFL mock draft, right? beyond yes. what we know after week four, let's spend some time talking about what looks to be a pretty fantastic finish. Not always the prettiest game, but no. this has been fun down the stretch between TV-12 um, and the Pats. I don't know what I was – well, I'll tell you what I wanted to see happen coming into the game. I wanted Tampa to win, like, 50-7. to I wanted Brady to be up, like, 43-7 to with seven seconds left and throw for a touchdown pass. I wanted him to rub it in Belichick's face. I thought, you know, when the game started, real realistically – that they were probably going to win it by about uh, two to three touchdowns. I thought they were just way too much for the Patriots. Um, now that we're in the fourth quarter, Cam uh, or Mac Jones has outplayed uh, Tom Brady, which is absolutely incredible. And uh, and Tampa Bay is going to try to pull this game out, but Patriots are up by one with eight minutes left in this game. Can I go with a not very popular take based on what I've listened to on this station all day yeah. long and what we yeah. heard all week long? I don't really know if this is about revenge for Tom Brady, Arnie. Oh, sure it is. Sure it Why? is. Why? He wanted to go to Tampa. They had a better opportunity for he to, for him to win. It's, it's mean, not that's... about even who left. I mean, it's like when you break up with your wife and you, and you have a divorce. It's it, At this point, it's not even who wanted the divorce. It's who could be better without the without their spouse and I who could move on to the better proven. life. They won a Super Bowl last year. What more? Do you need to beat a one and two team yes. with a rookie not, quarterback to if, prove if, that? Uh, not only do you have to go ahead and marry a supermodel for your next wife, your ex-wife <laughs> has to gain 50 pounds too. So you have to have both of it. it wow. One Super Bowl is not a enough you need two or three and by the way you know that first time he's returning to to new england this was like a mini super bowl the only thing we were really missing were like uh, this game's the longest is like the longest regular season game we should have had halftime acts and stuff like that well uh, <laughs> yeah could you imagine halftime <laughs> acts for tom brady's return i'm not disagreeing with you on that arnie yeah, yeah. my point is i I, I don't think you're looking at a situation where yeah they both want to win because they're competitors right i don't think Brady went into this, and I'm going to rub it in their face and gave the fire and brimstone. The video he put out was awesome, and I thought it actually kind of brought up, hey, there, there's got to be something different. There's got to be something new. I, I think maybe I'm naive, but if you go back and listen to Tom Brady's conversation with 
uh, Howard Stern, like I went and Zapruder filmed this week, he had told you that their only conversation when he left was on the phone because Tom Brady called him and told him, and that's how he let him know that he was leaving, right? Tom Brady had an offer. Now, I don't know, financially, you can, I know that you're covering it, you're in that market, you think that it was unfair and that it might have undercut him, and that might be fine. But Brady even admitted, he's like, listen, they had to look towards the future too, and they're just doing things that every single coach does. I don't know if this is a situation where Brady needs you, to get any more revenge, Arnie. They won the damn Super Bowl last look, year. Look, you're you're a Raider fan. I'm a Dolphin fan. Other than obviously, I want everybody in the AFC East to lose because of my <laughs> Dolphins. My question to, to you is: um, Were you taking sides in this game? Were you like, oh, I really want Belichick to go ahead and hand it to Brady, or I really want Brady to go ahead and stick it to Belichick, or were you just watching to to see what was going to happen? Because I was taking sides, and I didn't have any uh, dogs in the fight in this one. I I wanted to see Belichick had his backside handed to him. You know, I think, Arnie, yeah. we're not a big show that does a lot of poll questions. Right, right. But I think that's a hell of a topic <laughs> to dive into. I'm not even kidding, man, Yeah. because we're going to get a great finish. Right. And we're going to talk. We are guest free in this right. first hour tonight because we want to be able to react with you uh, on Twitter at Stinking Genius One. I'm at Plank Show. Todd Furman's coming up in hour number two. We're going to hit things we learned after week four. But it, it, I think it's an interesting conversation because I've had to admit, and I think you know this about me, we've done this long enough. I think right. the boss man knows this. I know Bobo and, and Bo know this. I'm not a big low hanging fruit guy, right? I like to dig a little deeper. It's not to say I'm any better, any smarter. It's just, I think sometimes the arguments about who's the greatest and is this the most amazing individual performance? I I usually, I couldn't care less for those, but I couldn't get enough of this leading into the game this week, Arnie. And I, maybe it's because the Raiders are playing on Monday night. I don't know. Maybe it's because we don't have anything like this in sports. Yeah, but you weren't rooting for anybody, were you? You No, that's my point. I, I was rooting for a moment. Right, I was rooting for a Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, maybe a bro hug, no, maybe a handshake, no, or something. No. that's what I was rooting no. for. You know, I, I don't know I, why, I, and I knew it wasn't going to happen. I needed a Tampa Bay five touchdown but victory. Why? But why? I, I needed because I, I I felt like I I wanted to take a side. I wanted to be on Brady's side. I'm not a Belichick guy. Um, the stuff that came out about Belichick and the oh, I called him and he didn't come back and but, blah but blah blah. No, and Arnie, Brady was, that's that's yes. that's bad reporting. Right. We were in the middle of a pandemic. He was at Robert Kraft's house, and it was 9.30 at night, and he called Bill Belichick. That's not anything that's shocking. He called him because he wanted to, and they wanted to make sure he knew before it hit the press. Tom Brady didn't even get to do a physical with the Buccaneers in person. He didn't have an in-person press conference. Why is this suddenly a story when Brady told us this a year ago, because and why the game would it piss was you off because the game was today, and it just felt like that he was being slided. That's what it, it felt like. I don't want to go ahead and see you. I don't have the time. Go ahead, move along, okay. you minion. Listen, move along, you know. So when I tell you facts, yeah, you don't change your opinion. You don't change the way you. I'm telling you, that's not how that went down. No, but but it it did feel, and not just this week, but it did feel that Brady was pushed out. If you don't feel like Brady was pushed out, um, and you know you had to take no, one side. No, I the don't other. feel like Brady was pushed oh, out of New England. He, I do. I still think he does. I think he wanted to come back, but but that's beside the point. Though. I don't think that's, he wanted to come back. I think he's made that very clear in I, this whole week. 
I I was pulling for Brady not only because I felt he was slighted, but because also I just don't like Belichick. Oh, I yeah. feel like he, he thinks he's the smartest person in the room. He feels like he's better than everybody else, and he feels like he invented the game of football. At least that's the way he comes off to me. That's why I was ruling, rooting for Tom Brady. I'm surprised you weren't even taking one side or the other, Chris. I, I Even Belichick's side, I could even I, respect I that if you were like, I really wanted Belichick teams. to stick it to him, you know? I, I could, because I... I don't think not everything has to be overly dramatic. No, but I bet most of our listeners took one side or the other. I bet you well, that. Well, we can find yeah. out tonight. Yeah. Throw it out there. You can hit us up. I'll, I'll put the ball. I'll have uh, both put the poll up during our first break. But again, does it make you feel better if Brady would have gone out and put fifty on Belichick? Because guess what? <laughs> New England would have gone back the next week and still played a football game the following week, and Belichick wouldn't have been fired. I mean, I just. I don't know why, Arnie. I, I, I was excited to see how the fans would respond, and they responded how we thought they would, right? I was intrigued because I remember all of our conversations in the preseason were about, oh, you can't put Mac Jones in that situation, and he started from day one. The Patriots really haven't looked all that good. You know, they're 1-2 and two this season, including right, a really right, bad right. performance last week. I was curious to see if they could bounce back. So, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of wanted like this this moment of, of of almost zen between the two because outside of Tom Brady Sr. and what he said and then Brady's <laughs> reaction of, listen, if the guy doesn't shut up, I'm going to put him in a home. I thought this has been incredibly respectful. And the only drama came from a Seth Wickersham book whose biggest story has already been debunked from it, isn't it isn't about it the call. Isn't it funny? He's the only one getting the inside information in the whole world. Isn't that funny how that works or what? Oh, I think because it's one side. I mean, here's here's the funny part is you're like, oh, I wanted to see Tom Brady exact some revenge. Oh, yeah, poor Tom Brady. Nothing else. Oh, trickeration for the Patriots. Yeah, I First saw that. Goal. Oh, you're just getting that now. Wow. Arnie, again, your feed <laughs> is well ahead of mine. I'm watching on an app. So it's and, and technology is not the coolest thing on the planet. I'm already in week eight of the NFL. Time. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, your picture aren't showing that. So with that in mind, wow. why, why are you treating Tom Brady like he's some underdog? I wanted to see Tom Brady prove it. What the hell else does he have to prove? You're, like, oh, the, yeah. you're, you're treating him like he's some Cinderella story. Bro, he's already... He's already crashed that glass slipper, man. Yeah. He's already won. Super. He didn't have to prove anything to the Patriots. No, but the, it, it's not that he had to prove. I I just wanted to see him rub it in Belichick's face. Like I said, I was I sat down. I was I was all invested. I wasn't being new. I wasn't like Switzerland saying, "Wow, it'd be great just to see a good game." And I hope Why it not? comes out to the end. You're a Dolphins wanted, fan. The, Why yeah, do you well, care? Thank you, thank you. I wanted to see a pounding, a fifty to seven victory, and then Tom Brady giving everybody the finger as he runs off that's what i wanted but but he doesn't want to give everyone the finger i know he's grateful for his time in new england (laughs) all right listen uh we're gonna keep you up to date new england driving trying to take the lead we're watching sunday night football the return of tom brady to new england it's been a fascinating and a fun night um and we'll Go through it live with you here with Arnie and Plank. But first, I want to remind you that Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio is always brought to you in part by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. We're all in on Sunday Night Football in the first hour here on Fox Sports Radio. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Arnie and Plank of Fox Sports Radio. 3.43 to go in the game. Uh, actually, three. Well, I don't know. Where, where are you at, Arnie? You're 3.37. They just okay. called pass interference. Again? Offensive pass interference. Oh, okay. 
I kind of thought that was a tough pass interference on the far side of the linebacker for New England. But the Patriots have a 17-16 lead over the Buccaneers as Tampa is trying to rally to win this game. What a Remember how Tom Brady's career with the Patriots ended, Arnie? Remember his last Yeah, pass? the uh, pick six, right? Pick six. I mean, boy, would it be fitting if it maybe happened again? <laughs> what? Why, why would that be for that? a guy that's Switzerland? You're certainly throwing a, a lot of bad stuff out for Brady. Well, here's the thing is I'm yeah. a Raiders fan, so I don't yeah. care who wins this game. You obviously right. Right. are uh, either a bitter Patriots fan because they let Brady go or I don't know, uh, because you've done about seven different 180s well, you on know Tom funny? Brady. Read Sharon. Sharon said, uh, no, Arnold, I want them both to fail miserably. I'm happy to see both teams failing. I'd prefer to see a tie so neither team can claim victory. They're all cheaters and should not be rewarded. So I, I didn't even think about that one, either one what? side or the other, or you want them both to lose. I, no, that's not going to happen. I, I guess I'm still a little bit amazed that you would go into this all in and hoping that Tom Brady yeah. would destroy Bill Belichick. I, I get it if you want the Patriots to lose so they right, can dip right. down in the AFC. Well, East. that, that aside, though, yeah, that oh, aside, okay. yeah. But even beyond that, you're like, yeah. no, no, I, yeah. I, I, I hate Belichick now. How dare he? Be and I'll successful. tell you what: if, if you did take a poll, I bet you 80 percent of the people were like, if they had no, you know, favorite team, uh, they'd say they'd be saying we're, we're rooting for Brady over Belichick. I'm, 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 I'm sure of it. I think you're wrong. Really? I think, But Brady has had an interesting career arc, right? Because if you think about it, Brady went from the underdog Cinderella story right. to absolutely beloved, right? To then hated again. Right. To back to beloved, right? Exactly. Because yeah. when, when he went to, to Tampa, it's like all of a sudden, wow, how dare they not let him train his trainer hang out with him? And Why is how he dare still they beloved, do this? Though? Why he won his Super Bowl? Shouldn't he be hated back again, or why should he still be loved? Uh, I think because we're seeing more of his personality. Yeah, you know, we, uh, it is. Yeah, I, I've I've brought this up several times. There's there's three guys over the last year that I think we've seen a completely different side of. That I I don't know. Well, I, I think I know why for a couple of them because. One's retired, one's in a new place, and one has discovered Zen. But there's three guys who are completely different than any person we've seen over the last decade. That's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Bob Stoops. I mean, I don't know who that guy is on the Fox Sports set every Sunday morning or Saturday morning. He's he's bleeping awesome, right? I, I don't know who this Tom Brady guy is. It's sitting there chuckling and doing all these interviews. I don't know who this Aaron Rodgers guy is. It's doing commercials, playing a guitar with the glasses on. It's like... I don't know who they are, Arnie, but I love them, and I think that's been part of And maybe that's part of why you're mad at Belichick, because you blame him for, I don't know, bottling you, this up from Tom Brady you know, or what? You know what's so funny is they both do Subway commercials, Belichick and Brady, and I immediately said Brady's, Brady's Subway commercial, much better than Belichick's commercial, <laughs> much better than his. You know? By the way, uh, at late night, or at the, the late night drug tester checked in, and he said, I still can't find out who is credited with getting more calls from the ref, Brady or Belichick. Yeah, they should look that up. <laughs> if there's a stat from tonight, that is absolutely it. But we'll, we'll throw that out at the bottom of the hour. I'm just – I don't know. I, I'll tell you what. The show around this has been fantastic. And at least the fourth quarter of this game has delivered. I feel like the Patriots' defense, Arnie, has kind of fed off the energy 
of wanting to shut down Brady. And, and again, I don't know how great this defense is going to be here. I've seen more sideline shots and people sending us the little gif of, of, of Steve Belichick licking his lips or whatever he was doing. <laughs> but, I mean, my, I just feel like this is a really motivated New England Patriots defense that seems hell-bent in trying to, 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 to stop Tom Brady. No, the Patriots' defense is, is has been good. There's no arguing that. You know, I've, I think they've only given up 51 points before tonight, so they've they've been well. And the only problem is their offense has not really generated a whole heck of a lot. And um, yeah, I got to give them credit. I really thought, uh, forget what I wanted to see. I thought Brady was going to slice them up. I said, oh, this is going to get ugly. Remember, the betting line you, went from three and a half up to seven. Now I think it closed at seven. That's a lot of numbers to go up there, especially to go from six and a half to seven, um, especially going against Belichick in New England, which is a lot of people don't like to do, but it still went up. A lot of people were betting Brady because they thought they were going to clobber this team. What do you think this moment is like for a Patriot fan in the stands right now that's there where you're, you want your team to win and you've been rooting like crazy for him, but you're watching Tom Brady engineer a potential game-winning drive against your team. Uh, <laughs> ben Volan just tweeted, Every fan on their feet, crowd roaring, great to have a big game in Gillette Stadium again. That's the uh, NFL writer for the Boston Globe. I love this for Marie Fassan, who's watching the uh, Vikings beat writer. I cannot imagine the combination of familiarity and disassociation this kind of comeback drive from Tom Brady would engender. Because in other words... It's got to be a pretty unique kind of terror yeah. for Patriot fan right now, right? Well, well, first of all, they went into the end zone. The ball was dropped, so they're going to have to kick the field goal now. Uh, if they make the field goal, then it, it's a chance that now Mac Jones is going to be the next Brady, the passing of the torch. If he can lead the Patriots down for a game-winning field goal, uh, you know what I mean? Then they'd say, oh, my goodness, he beat Brady, and he beat him in the last minute. There's 157 left. Tampa Bay with the lead, 1917. Can uh, – Mac Jones now uh, lead them down plenty of time. They got timeouts, I believe, so um, it should be no problem. We'll see what happens here. By the way, that pass to Antonio Brown. Uh, he should have caught that. That's a ball he catches, right? Yeah, he does, I mean, yeah. Pretty good defense, too. They went after Jones twice, but pretty good spot to put that football couldn't bring it in. 48-yard field goal is good. Do you see like this is a passing of the torch if, if, if um, Mac Jones comes down and beats Brady in, in the last second? I mean, we can build it up that way, but I think, <laughs> Ma- I, I think Mac's got a few Super Bowls, uh, Arne, that yeah, he's got to win before we do that. This, I, I will say, this show, we've done it together for a while, and this show is better when we have a good Sunday night football game, right? right when we right. have a great finish to talk about, even though your feed is ridiculously ahead of mine, but I don't, I don't care. I mean, this is just, and we've got playoffs coming up in baseball over there, and we're going to talk about them tonight later in the show. But when we have a big time event during this game, I mean, I, I don't know if there's anything better. So we'll see if Mac Jones can get it done. We'll watch it all together. We'll react to it. But I guess bottom line before we get to Sager in here to get what's trending, Arnie. Right. The pregame hype, the conversations, the coverage, 
kind of what we expected, right? Was there any shocks leading into this game at all from your perspective? No, I just expected a better game from Brady. I, I think the rain had something to do with this. So um, I expected a little bit of a higher scoring game and maybe him throwing like for 500 yards. I just wanted him to go off, and, and we're not going to see that. By the way, what do you do in the last two minutes if you're the Tampa defense? Do you come after Mac Jones and say, yay, rookie, let's see if you can handle this, or do you back off a little bit? Because he's been tearing you apart uh, when you guys have Blitzen. I don't think Tampa Bay has the corners right now, even with New England's Matt receiving core, Arnie. Yeah. I don't know if Tampa has the kind of corners to where you can trust them, right? <laughs> I, well, somebody wrote in, and Johnny B. Good said, I think Dion is a better corner than Sherman right now. So. <laughs> oh, give Richard Sherman some credit. I think yeah, that's I a do, new yes. NFL. I think that's, and by the way, I'll give him credit from this perspective. That's the fastest dude signed off the beach who then gets activated in the history of the NFL. I mean, yes, Richard I Sherman yeah. hadn't played a snap the entire yeah. preseason, the entire NFL season, then all of a sudden, the week of arguably one of the bigger games of the year, not only is he signed, Arnie, but he starts? Yeah. So I've got I've got a little bit of sympathy for Richard Sherman, but this is going to be a fascinating finish. We'll watch it and recap together. Your response is your Thoughts at Stinking Genius One. I'm at Plank Show, and everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. Todd Furman in about, what, 30, 40 minutes from now. But first, let's get caught up on everything on a busy week four in the National Football League. Here's Steve DeSager with What's Trending. As I recall, Richard Sherman, after he signed, they said, are you going to be playing right? Oh, no, I'm going to need a week of practice first. got to learn the new. Yeah, well, later that same week. Uh, it is still pouring rain in New England as they finish this one up. Just under two minutes to go. Tampa Bay has gone ahead 19-17. New England's offense just now coming on the field after the touchback. And the Patriots do have one timeout left. They use their second timeout right before that third down incompletion where Brady threw the back of the end zone just before the two-minute warning and went off the hands of Antonio Brown. Would have been a good grab, but he mm. surprisingly did not come up with it. So they kicked the 48-yard field goal and retake the lead by the way remember ryan suck up all for all the four field goals he has remember he missed that 36 yarder in the first half so it's only a two-point lead for tampa bay on the road as this perhaps final drive of the night begins with mac jones at quarterback a guy who does have two touchdown passes tonight uh, here the refs are getting involved now the refs said hey we're gonna decide this game <laughs> we'll decide this game flag on the first down pass the pass one, interference one td pass to hunter henry one td pass to johnu smith but patriots have had a fumble mac jones has thrown an interception he's been sacked four times and on the ground, New England as a team, eight carries for minus one yard. And is that they, ref wearing a Patriots hat? They I'm still have a chance to win after all of this. And yes, Rob Gronkowski <laughs> is out with not just rib injury. Did you see the report on Friday that they think it might be a couple of hairline fractures? So it's not just one game he's missing, apparently. Tom Brady is 22 of 43 passing, 269 yeah. yards. By the way, that was a pass interference, so that's 20 yards they get on first down. That gets Gets him up near midfield, and now about a 10-yard gain on a Mac, <laughs> Mac Jones pass. So, yeah, they are past midfield with still, what, over a minute and a half to go in Leave this Brady game. Brady enough time, 30 seconds left, that's all he needs. Somebody did tweet before this drive, ah, Brady left that legend Mac Jones too much time. <laughs> happens all the time. Arizona's 4-0 after beating up the Rams in L.A., 37-20. to The league's only other undefeated team, Las Vegas, is 3-0. They'll be in the Monday night game. That's right, baby. At the Chargers on the same field tomorrow night, by the way, trying to go to 4-0 as Arizona did 
today there. Seattle won at San Francisco 28-21. Niners quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo left with a calf injury. He thinks he'll miss a couple of weeks. Baltimore sent Denver to its first loss 23-7. Broncos quarterback Teddy Bridgewater left with a concussion. Green Bay over Pittsburgh 27-17. Pittsburgh Steelers are 1-3. Dallas is 3-1 after beating Carolina. Buffalo's 3-1 after shutting out Houston in the rain in Buffalo. And Cleveland's 3-1 after a 14-7 decision winning at Minnesota. Overtime win for both the Jets and Giants. And something I read hasn't happened in over a decade. The Jets, Giants, and Yankees all won on the same day. Yankees were scoreless, bottom of the ninth, final game of the regular season. And an RBI infield single by Aaron Judge sends them to the wild card game Tuesday at Boston. Yankees won nothing the final over Tampa Bay. Boston came back for a win 7-5 at Washington, getting a two-run homer in the top of the ninth by Rafael Devers. So again, Red Sox at home Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. The NL wild card game is Wednesday with the Cardinals at the Dodgers. And as far as St. Louis, keep in mind this is the team that just a few weeks ago was 71 and 69 on the season. And then a franchise record 17-game winning streak. In fact, going into today, the Cards had won 19 of their last 21. Adam Wainwright looks like his old self this year. He has a new contract for next year at the age of 40. And it's going to be Wainwright against Max Scherzer at Dodger Stadium Wednesday night. The loser is out. San Francisco beat the Padres today to clinch the NL West title. By the way, an incompletion from Mac Jones. So he's, he's not going to go, what, 7-for-7 seven seven on this drive. But yeah, they're blitzing him. He's had a lot of short passes. In fact, uh, the uh, Kobe Myers' passes have been farther downfield than almost any Mac Jones pass tonight <laughs> in New England. Jones is 30 of 38, 268 yards. Wow. And I mentioned the two touchdowns, two tight ends. The update in the rain at New England, a minute seven to go. Tampa Bay holding on to a 19-17 lead. The ball is just past midfield for the Pats. And, yes, they have one timeout left. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. I, by the way, I was – because I'm a little bit behind you guys – I saw that play right before the incompletion where Mac Jones put his hand on his helmet, and I thought, oh, no, what did he screw up? It's like (laughs) (laughs) the guy puts his hand on his helmet. You're like, geez, this is incredible. You know, one other thing that, and I saw somebody tweet this in. I don't have the name. I'm sorry, but he said that he was rooting for Brady to run it up, and if it was toward the end of the game, he'd be rooting for touchdown Tommy to score again. But since it's so close, he changed his mind. He's rooting for the young gun uh, to go ahead and, and win this game. So even people changing their mind at the end of the game on who they were rooting for. So they flip-flopped more than you in the final few (laughs) minutes of this game? Someone Uh, actually tweeted that? I was rude for this guy, then I changed my mind. Real quick, call your shot now. Fourth and three for the Patriots, 59 seconds left. Do you kick the field goal? It would be a 46-yard field goal right now in the rain. Do you kick the field goal, or do you go for it on fourth and three? Um, Nick Folk was good from 53 in the pregame show, uh, in the warm-ups. I, I kick it. I kick And it. what do you think they're doing? They're kicking it, my friend. Well, they're kicking it. And then what do you leave? So what's on the clock then? You're leaving 59 about. 59 seconds left. Mm. And Tampa has and two, two timeouts. Timeout. You have yeah, to and put that timeouts. in. Yeah. And this is Tom Brady. Timeouts. Yeah, it is. By the way, I thought Tampa was offsides on that third and three play, but. I'm not going to get into a battle over offsides. Oh, it's no good. It oh, hit the no. post. Doink. Doink. Oh, my goodness. And with only one timeout left. It's over. 
Tampa's going to win it 19-17. to My Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Just like Arnie predicted. Yes, it so, did. Yeah, you, you oh, said it. It looked good the whole way, and at the last minute, it just curved left, and it still looked like it was going to be good, but it just went doink, and goodbye, Charlie. So, um, nice game. Fun game. We very rarely in sports get something that lives up to the hype and the excitement, and we got it tonight. Chris, look at the TV because you're behind me. I think Tom Brady just said a word that you're not allowed to say on TV. (laughs) Well, I think Tom Brady said that word quite a bit. He was excited. You're not supposed to be on TV. I think he just felt like he just won a Super Bowl is what he feels like. I don't think he felt like he just won a Super Bowl, Arnie. I think that it's a big deal for him to come back and win, but I don't – I don't think this is like redemption for Steve Guerrero or whatever his his I almost said producer whatever his trainer's <laughs> name is. I think the person who's happiest is like his dad. Yes, yes, and the fans too. I I think the fans had more fun with this than Brady and Belichick. That's for sure, and the reporters uh, too. So Tom Brady's going to get the win. We'll react to it. But Arnie, I think one of the fun things that happened tonight is maybe that respect ratchets up a little bit more for Mac Jones. And we're Absolutely. on a roller coaster yeah. ride, man. We're on a I don't know if y'all have paid attention to this as much as I have and I know that there's stats that are thrown out there, but we're on a roller coaster ride with rookie quarterbacks. I mean, all over the place. And I'll tell you what, you're going to be on a roller coaster ride with Mac Jones. But for tonight, I think even though they're going to lose the game, I think he gains oh. a certain certain bit of street cred here. Look- Look at Justin Fields. He went from, what, 63 yards? They had more yards in their first drive today than they had all last game. All of a sudden now, he's he's the best thing since sliced bread. Last week, it's like, ah, you sure we got the right guy in there? So, yeah, and, and the quarterbacks are, they were bad coming into this weekend. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, so, and again, I'll tell you what. Of those rookie quarterbacks, Zach Wilson gets a win. Justin Fields gets a win. Mac Jones uh, plays better. Trevor Lawrence probably had his best game on Thursday night. I'm leaving someone out. But the, the bottom line here, more than anything else. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. <laughs> let's not talk about Trey Lance. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll save that for my, my Niner fans a yes. little bit later on in the show. But, Artie, so for as good as Justin Fields and Mac Jones were today, next week it could, could be a completely different story right yeah. next week we could come back on here and it's but, what the hell is wrong with Justin Fields what is Mac Jones doing out there by the way you know how uh, when T.O. Uh, pulled out a sharpie from his sock after scoring a touchdown I think Tom Brady just pulled out his Super Bowl ring and is wearing it now as he Listen, walks up the- <laughs> I don't know how many times you've tried to say that would be big because Belichick could walk out with his five on his other hand that he won with him too. So yeah, no, I, I bet the one he won with Tampa though. I bet the one he with. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I don't think that there was as much disdain between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. You as may be right to lay out. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just, yeah. I just don't. Yeah. Well, if you if you ask the uh, Patriot fans, uh, there was a lot more to it. There's no doubt. As uh, as uh, author of the book, what Seth Wickersham, uh, there was certainly a lot of uh, a lot of animosity. No doubt about that. Yeah, but but again, I'm sure that comes from like the Alex Guerreros of the world and the people that didn't like Bill Belichick because he didn't want those dudes around. But they got a little hug afterwards, really long embrace between 
You know, Josh what? McDaniels, the next head coach of the New England Patriots, and Tom was Brady a, and his former teammates coming up and hugging him. There's a lot of love there, dude. Was that also misreporting when supposedly Kraft said that big uh, something about Belichick being the most arrogant guy ever or something to that effect? I, listen, I call you arrogant. I mean, does that mean I don't like you and I don't like working with you? No. I think people call guys' names all the time that they can't stand to be around. I don't doubt that he said that. I don't doubt that he thinks that. But guess what? He's making him money and he's winning games, so who cares they chum up and they love each other whenever they get a chance to hang out together. Uh, by the way one of the local uh patriots guys just put out is this a moral victory for the patriots no there's <laughs> no such thing as moral victories when you have what is it six super bowls all right hey when we come back let's uh recap we'll go look at the stats yeah, yeah. and as soon as the post game sound gets in from this one we'll be all over it tom brady by the way tonight without win has now beaten all 32 NFL wow. teams. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Obviously, the only team he hadn't beaten was the Patriots because he hadn't played them. So, Brady, 32 NFL teams has beaten them all. And his Buccaneers were impressive tonight as they knock off the Patriots 19-17. to When we come back, we'll recap it all next with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, I, I threw it out there on Twitter, Arnie. We'll see what kind of responses we get. Outside of, obviously, the Buccaneers and Pats fans, were you rooting for Brady to stick it to Belichick? Yeah. Or the Pats to stick it to Brady or a tie, maybe? You can hit <laughs> us up on Twitter at Genius one I'm at Plank Show. Everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. I know you like this next-gen stats. Put this out. Bill Belichick's decision to try a 56-yard field goal, 45% make probability instead of going for it with a 52% conversion probability. Um, So there you go. Uh, You you had a 4% uh, or 7% better probability if you would have went for it on fourth down. I just – I hear you. (laughs) I I wish they would have. I wish they would have. Um – I don't know if they would have got it. Buccaneers defense played pretty good tonight. Mac Jones was pretty good tonight. But yeah, I wish he would have gone for it there in that situation. But I in kind of watching. I feel this like game, the season's over now. I feel like the Super Bowl's played yeah. the season's over. Oh, <laughs> now, no we all wanna, now we all want to see exactly what happens to the uh, TV numbers from this game because Oh, through I mean, the roof. You start looking just about everything that's trending on Twitter right now has to do oh. with this game, right? Through the so, roof. I think it's going to be big. I think it's going to be one of the most watched, if not the most watched yeah. Sunday game ever. Well, I was going to say the highest regular season game ever, and it's probably going to beat a lot of playoff games, I'm guessing, or, or is that too crazy? I think it's too crazy to say playoff games. Okay. But there is a part of me that wonders if it'll even beat Thursday night football now. I mean, Thursday night was the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. That was a monster number to start right. the season. So we'll see. Couple, You mentioned the, the next-gen stats. ESPN stats and info have thrown out a couple of others. Tom Brady didn't throw a touchdown pass tonight, um, wow. including the playoffs. He improved to 28-18 and 18 in his career when failing to throw a touchdown pass, which actually surpassed Roger Staubach <laughs> for the best record by any starting quarterback since 1950. Again, that's kind of in that category uh, that people get mad about with QB wins. Um, but still, I, it's kind of wild to think he didn't throw a touchdown. And the top three are Brady, Staubach, and Manning, Peyton Manning, in best career record with zero touchdown passes. It was his 41st career win after trailing in the fourth quarter, which is the second most by starting quarterback in NFL history behind Peyton Manning. And at one point tonight, yeah, Mac Jones completed 19 straight passes. Wow. Elias Sports says that's tied with Tom Brady for the most <laughs> in a single game by a Patriots player since 1978. Eight. Oh, he's mini Brady. There's no doubt about it. His, his demeanor, the way he uh, plays the game, um, it, it just looks like they have a mini Brady. I, I can't wait to see what he's going to turn out to be uh, in about two, three years from now. I, I can't either. Um, and, and, you know, I'm fascinated, you know, in watching this week and listening to every single – I told you I couldn't get enough of this, Arnie. 
Uh, I was I was going to come up and hang out with you in Vermont just so I could be in the New England area during this and listening <laughs> to every press conference and listening to radio shows out of the Boston area and here on Fox Sports Radio, hearing all the great guests we would have. I'm, I was just all in, and I stopped every so often and realized this is just something that doesn't happen very often in sports. Yeah. It, it's just you – know, some might say, what, a Sunday night football game? Okay, smart Alec. No. You don't get a hometown hero, uh, a beloved guy that's still playing at a very high level, returning to the side of most of his success, did you, right? Did you see the post-game hug with Belichick and Tom Brady? Did you just happen to catch a glimpse yeah, of that? I mean, we were, we were talking on the air when it happened. Yeah, so. yeah Katie Nolan tweeted out, Luke, it's the type of hug you give somebody when you know there's not going to be a second date. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, thank you. Thank yeah. you for beating us tonight. Well, Belichick uh, hates to lose. I um, love that. I love that. Uh, there's been a couple of tweets to the uh, question that we threw out there that we'll get to in just a second. But I'll add, it's just Michael Jordan, when he went back to Chicago – with the Wizards, he, he wasn't the same player, right? No, I mean, no, he was no. older. Even Joe, Joe Montana never went back to San Francisco. The Chiefs played the 49ers in Arrowhead. Brett Favre to, to Minnesota and then to Green Bay was a little bit more vitriol, right? There was a little bit more disdain there for the way right. things ended. And I get it that bridges have been rebuilt since then, but that was a little bit more of bleep him, right? How dare he say he's done? And then suddenly show up with our rival. So um, that, Shaq that had going back to L.A. Maybe who's that? Shaq going back to Los Angeles. Maybe. Um, I, I think that's a good one, especially with the way things ended between he and Kobe. Yeah, right yeah, at the yeah. time, that's pretty good. But and, and he went on and won a title with Miami. Yeah, that, yeah. that he, he and Dwayne Wade did. So that might be fair. But I mean, this is again. I I, I know that I've been throwing out a lot of tweets from the guys over at ESPN Stats and Info. But, you know, we're not just talking about a couple championships here or there. I mean, Tom Brady is one of four players in the NFL, NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball to be their sports all-time leader in championships won and a major stat at the same time. So he's not just a dude that won some games, Arnie. He's won the most championships and also is the all-time career passing yardage leader. So I, I, I just I thought tonight was so unique you, because of that. Look, you know he wanted to get the win, but you know sure. part of it, part of him steaming that he didn't play well and that he didn't have a touchdown pass. It's got to be bothering him just a little bit. Oh, you know what he's going to do, don't you? You watch. What? He's going to give all the love to Bill Belichick. Oh, he, well, he already said that they're a good football team. Yep. They're a great football team. And, you know, they made us really earn it, which kind of a slap in the face. What do you mean they made us earn it? Like you were going to win it no matter what? Well, that's what you say whenever you face a team that you expected to blow out and people are saying, <laughs> I wanted you to have 50 and you only end up putting uh, teens on the board. All right, when we come back, Todd Furman will join us. But let's dive into the rest of week four with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two, let's go. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. I, it, it, Authentic Allen brings up a good one because right. I think I think this is a little bit different. He bring, and, and again, not saying one way or the other, but he writes as we welcome you in to Hour 2 of Fox Sports Radio. Todd Furman coming up here in just a bit. We just watched the Buccaneers and Tom Brady's return to New England beat the Patriots 19-17. to Brady does become the all-time passing yardage leader in NFL history and now has become one of four players that have beaten all 32 
NFL teams. We'll get to the rest of those players because I know someone's going to use that for trivia tomorrow. But I, I, this is a good point from Authentic Allen. How can you guys forget LeBron James going back to Cleveland after joining Miami in his prime? It was a huge story. The arena was like a gladiator movie. We're only talking about the most powerful and talked about athlete in the world. But again, he's right. I think, Bad job by you. Wow. No, well, he's not wrong. But we're not talking about a dude that had won a title after title after title, right? We right. were still we were talking about someone who, in his prime, chose to go somewhere else and have success. There was much more vitriol. That was now when you talk about revenge, right? Oh, you yes. talk about the, that's the ultimate game. I don't. I think this was in a little bit of a different arena, if you will. To me, that's the greatest. The LeBron James return to Cleveland is the greatest thing that's ever happened in sports. If you love hate and drama, then yes, it was great. But this was more about going back to a place where you won, what, six titles or five titles. You're celebrating a career. To me, that's the difference between these two. It's like, oh, what's the greatest piece of revenge you've ever had? Well, I mean, Cleveland actually beating Miami that night in one of their, like, four wins that year. Chris, if if Belichick would have said to Tom Brady on the phone, blank you, you old man, I don't want you on the team anymore, they still would have been civil to each other after the game. We just never – it's not like LeBron who kind of wears it on his sleeve and you see the hatred. Um, you weren't going to get that from Brady and Belichick. It's just, no, no matter what they said to each other, they're just not going to play it publicly. See, but but again, I think if there had been something like that, I don't think Tom Brady would have gone out of his way to heap the praise that he did this week. And I don't know about you. Well, he says a lot of stuff that he doesn't mean. He's already said that. Right, right. Uh, Exactly. And I guess so does then Belichick uh, Belichick because he spent all week long bragging about Tom Brady, and he rarely talks about anyone else. So with that in mind, but it's a good point from Authentic Allen. I just, to me, that was the LeBron James return to Cleveland will never be topped. I mean, that's just... (laughs) <laughs> the, the 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 kid who was from Akron, who went to Cleveland and was supposed to resurrect the franchise and took his talents to South Beach and ripped Cleveland's heart out. And when he came back, oh, some might say Kevin Durant's returned to Oklahoma City, but no, LeBron nah. James over the top grip on that. And so, and this was just a little different, right? That was pure disdain and hate. This was celebrating uh, Tom Brady who came back. Cleveland didn't celebrate LeBron James until he then brought his talents back too. Cleveland. All right. Good, good question that we posed. At least I feel like it's a good question on, on Twitter tonight. Did you have a rooting interest? In other words, obviously Buccaneers and Patriots fans had a rooting interest. So save your smarmy tweets on that. But in tonight's game, regardless of your affiliation, did you have a rooting interest? Black widow checked in Arnie. This would be my dream girl. Uh, because she is a diehard Raiders fan, and I would imagine her idea of fun is going to a Raiders game, so let's elope. Uh, Black Widow (laughs) writes, Pats win. I can't even believe it, but yeah. And that's from a Raiders fan. Wow. Wow. Uh, I I have one more, too. Well, I've got Um, a ton of them here. No, no, no. One one more about when we said coming back, and if that's a big story. What about whole teams that relocated, kind of like when the Colts relocated to Indianapolis and then went back. It was there a big, I'm sure remember. there was a lot of animosity of something like that, right? Or no, because let's see. So the Colts relocated to Indy. How long was it between the Colts relocating to Indy and then 
Baltimore getting the Ravens. I don't know. Well, what what would happen if Oakland got another football team and the Raiders were coming up to play in Oakland? <laughs> well, that's not going to happen because Oakland can't <laughs> right, get their right. S together and build a new stadium <laughs> for anyone. But it'd be something like that. See, that would be unbelievable, right? That'd be crazy. So the Baltimore Ravens, um, let's see, they were created. Well, I say created, but they moved <laughs> yeah. in 2000. So, and I think the Colts, the Colts left in like the late 80s, did they yeah, not? Yeah, so that's not a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what might be a good one? When Cleveland what? played Baltimore, because, right, the, the Browns moved to Baltimore and became the Ravens, and then we gave an expansion franchise. So when Art Modell and the Ravens came to Cleveland, yes, that would be a very good one. <laughs> and for some reason, all of these spurned cities end up coming back to what? <laughs> Cleveland. How about when they knew the Browns were going to leave? Remember what happened when they knew the Browns were done and they were playing their final game? Bill Belichick was their coach, and they were ripping out the bleachers, and they were <laughs> throwing things on the field. The final game in Oakland, they were booing them off the field because yeah, the officials yeah, screwed true. up the clock. And, that's true. Uh, they, didn't, uh, they, they said Derek Carr went out of bounds when he did. Hey, yeah, so I think there's a lot of when you talk about true breakups, yes. right? Those are, to me, even in a different category. Are we going to yeah. have to categorize this? Thing? I don't know. I mean, Too bad the Dodgers never got to go back to Brooklyn. <laughs> right. Could you imagine that? Uh, here's, here's a couple of interesting ones. Uh, Jesse writes, I could care less, which, by the way, again, a reminder, it's you couldn't care less, but anyway. Yes. Can care less. Hate both teams. Both cost the Raiders postseason success. Tuck Rule and Chucky knowing everything about the Raiders in the Super Bowl. Dave writes, it was a tough game. Didn't want either team to lose. Gutted for the hat of Pats, but happy for Tom. And that's a Patriots fan who says, listen, I'm a Patriots fan. I, I mean, I, again, I would love to see the Pats win, so it sucks that they lost. But, man, Tom Brady beat us, and that's fine. Derek, everyone's been all over Brady about how they're going to blow out the Patriots. I think this is a subtweet at you, Arnie. Yes. I was rooting for a close game and would have loved to see the Patriots steal oh, this one. I'll ask Todd Furman, but I'm assuming the sports books made a fortune off this game tonight. I, at least I think they did. Um, Color me bad, writes. Nobody outside of New England roots for the Patriots, do they? That would be the ultimate bandwagon riding. Can you confirm well, and deny that? I, I would say, that? well, sure, because there's people outside of Dallas that root for the Cowboys. I know that they're a lot more popular team, but the, the Patriots are like one of the top five popular teams out there. Well, are they still or was that with Brady? Oh, that's a good point. You're right. I don't, I don't <laughs> They're not still. That's for sure. Well, here's what I've discovered, and maybe it is partial bandwagoning, but a lot of like I'm a Raiders fan, right? But I grew up in Wood River, Illinois. I grew up just outside of St. Louis. Why was I a Raiders fan? Well, when I was a kid, they were good and they were winning games and and I liked the silver and black and I liked watching them. I like watching Jim Plunkett. I was going to try to make myself sound younger and say I loved watching Todd <laughs> Marinovich. Um my, my one of my best friends in Tulsa, Jeremy Poplin. He's a Niners fan. Well, he grew up in Tulsa. But why? Well, the Niners were good whenever he was. I think a lot of that, too, people fall in love with a team that's good when they're younger because they're always in front of their face. So maybe it's a little Yeah, but unfair. the Cowboys were good, too, when you were young. And why don't you like them? I mean, they're right in your neck of the woods. Well, I, I, I did like Troy Aikman. But, again, I had already established myself as a Raiders fan at that point, And I can't possibly have more than one NFL team like you. Yes. Uh, Jeff writes, I don't watch or have any interest in rooting or not. Didn't watch, 
don't care. Oh, geez. Come on. Now, then, then you don't care about sports. I, oh, is this the angry guy? I didn't care. We made too much of this. The media made a circus out of this game. The question is, did you have a rooting interest tonight? Or was it just a, uh, I was hoping for a good game. I hope both teams have fun. Is that the joke? <laughs> that fun. Blue rights. I did not watch a second of it. Our man Lou Riley. The Foot Locker crews are ruining NFL football, at least in my opinion. Patrick Quinn tweets at us and says, I was rooting for Brady and I'm a Bears fan. It, the second half lived up to the hype. Let me let me ask you this. If this was like a Wednesday after the game and we were doing a show, you'd be talking a lot more about your Dodgers playing a one game playoff game than you would about that game, uh that Brady game for sure. Arnie. The show's tonight, dude. Yeah, We're not I doing a game on Wednesday night. <laughs> Our show on Wednesday night. Now, for that is going to be. I just want to mention that that is going to be a big game. But and Yankees, Red Sox too. But go ahead. That's enough of baseball. Sorry, we get fired for that. What are you doing? I, I have a whole segment coming up in a little bit to talk about. <laughs> are you okay over there? Are you getting that worried that I'm not going to bring up baseball tonight? We're I didn't know. I, well, I thought we were going to do the whole three hours on football. I didn't know if you were even going to mention that the playoffs were coming up. Well, of course I am because the Dodgers are in it. Though, hey, yes. kudos to the New York uh, to the San Francisco Giants. What oh, a season they wow. had! We wow. spent all year trying to find out when the Giants were going to blow it. Right? Yes, exactly. The, enti- the entire season, and then out of nowhere, they end up putting together. Gosh, I don't want to get too melodramatic yeah, here, you but, are. No, but a dream are. season for what they had. And what was together on their front? I mean, holy smokes, they win 107 games, and they have to fight right down to the wire. And the Dodgers, I mean, geez, the Dodgers won seven straight games to end the season and picked up one game during that stretch. One. And now Max Muncy is out for the wild card game. So just a, a fascinating stretch in the National League West. And, man, I, I'm not – I'm a Dodgers fan, but I was really rooting for Seattle to try to do something to force a playoff. But right, it was really right. cool. It was cool, Arnie, to shift to the American League to see Seattle electric for baseball, right? I mean, you you got to see that city. And Toronto, has, too. Toronto, Toronto that crazy. had so many great teams. And, mm. and, and now, you know, unfortunately it falls short. But if you're Rob Manfred and you're – let's see, one, one – Network's going to be ESPN. I don't, I don't know off the top of my head what Dodgers Cardinals is going to be on. But if you're those networks, you got to be ecstatic because you're getting in Yankees Red Sox Ooh. on Tuesday. Could you have a better matchup for a wild card showdown? And then that Dodgers Cardinals game is on Wednesday and it's on TBS, right. Arnie. Right. But could you ask for a, a bigger potential TV draw with the teams that were battling for the National League wild card, knowing that the Mets weren't going to do it? So. Yeah, if I'm a if I'm a TV exec right now who has a contract oh, with happy. Major League yeah. Baseball, I'm a cloud nine right now. Uh, yeah, no, there's no doubt. That, and I was watching. I was hoping for a three way tie or even a four way tie, and it almost got to that point. Red Sox almost lost today. They were down five one. Yankees. It was zero zero in the ninth. So it could have been really uh, dramatic. Could have been crazy. Um, Bill Belichick went into the Patriots locker room, Arnie. As why we did he forget back, something in there? As we shift back. <laughs> to Sunday Night Football, and listen, we've got all kinds of things to recap from week four, but I would assume that um, maybe it was to kind of talk to Tom Brady. Why? I thought it wasn't a big game. What's the big deal? It was just one. just another game, right? The game's over, Arnie. Yeah. So, I mean, is it okay for him to say, hey, we've got to treat this like a regular season game? No, does he go in the locker room after the other locker room after every game? I don't remember uh, hearing about that. You're – 
that's going to be the hill that you're going to climb up right now. <laughs> the quarterback that, that he hill. played, the, the quarterback that was his quarterback for, what, 20 years, the dude that he won more. No quarterback-coach combo has won more games than Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, There's, and you're going to pretend like last week you should have went in there no, and chummed it up with Jameis Winston. No, what, what's bothering me is it, it, it's just getting a little too chummy. We want hatred. We want storylines. We don't want to hear about Bill Belichick, um, you know, going into the Buccaneers locker room. I want to hear about Belichick opening up the door and screaming something like, you guys suck, we'll see you in the playoffs or something like that and uh, you know, we'll see you in the Super Bowl and then move on. That's what we want to hear but you know, we didn't get that. They, they can like each other, Arnie. I know you don't want that, but they I don't can. want that. I don't need that. We don't all want that. We all don't want that. I like this from Bake real quick before we break. Um, yeah. I'm an SNF addict, Sunday Night Football, so I would watch whoever plays. I've made a f- I've made a fan career rooting against Brady and the Pats as a Colts fan. <laughs> I find myself rooting against Brady, and therefore, I was for the Pats tonight. Wow. Yeah, you right, had we'll to take con- a side. You had yeah, to. I, I, I know. I don't know yeah. why you people feel this nece- necessity, but here we are right now. It's a beautiful thing. All right, when we come back, we're going to hang out with our man Todd Furman and see what tonight was like in Vegas. Plus, yes, all of our benchmarks after week four, I know this, Buy or sell coming up a little bit later on in the program. As always, we're brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Todd Furman next on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to 
bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Arnie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio on a Fox Football Sunday with Bo Benson. With Bobo running the show, Steve DeSager on updates. We're pumped to be joined by the co-host of the Bet the Board podcast. You can watch him on Outkick.com. Yes. You can follow him on Twitter. The legend, Todd Furman, is back. Um, Todd, just some thoughts, man. I thought tonight was fun uh, on Sunday Night Football. Again, I don't know if you had a rooting interest or if you played tonight, but uh, everything around it ended up being enthralling to me for some reason. Uh-oh. Questioning, questioning Bill Belichick uh, electing to kick that field goal from 50-plus yards out in those conditions, knowing even a make wasn't going to ensure victory in that spot. But I think both teams is their full marks. Mac Jones showing that he'll probably have a very bright future, and we know what Tom Brady's capable of doing. I will say books clearly rejoicing with the cover for the New England Patriots as a lion's share of the money came in on Tampa amid a day dominated by public favorites with Kansas City and Green Bay both coming home to roost. Yeah, Todd, I brought this up earlier. A sports book must have made a fortune. How much money's been on a game like this? Is this like a playoff game money? Is this like a, a, a close to Super Bowl money, or is that just too crazy? You know, the books that we spoke to earlier in the week, including John Shearer, who heads up the risk team at FanDuel, said that this was on pace to be the highest handle regular season football game that FanDuel had done over the past three to four years. And when you look at the way this broke out, clearly books are more than comfortable with their number because they basically opened it in that five and a half, six range. Number got up to seven. There was a little bit of an appetite from professional bettors. But for the most part, it hovered in that six and a half range. I will say from a teaser and money line standpoint, not not an ideal outcome for the books, but clearly beats the alternative scenario, which would have been a Tampa Bay cover as a touchdown favorite. So, I, and again, this is me still learning a lot, Todd. Do do better sometimes like these storylines, or is it just maybe more of a, hey, I put some money on that game? Oh, betters no doubt love storylines. And typically when you see ratings for sporting events uh, experience an uptick, betting handle will as well. The two will work in tandem with one another. And I think a narrative like this allows recreational betters, whether it's right or wrong, to go to the window with an increased level of conviction or confidence going, you know what, Tom Brady going back to New England, he's going to do everything he can. They're going to run up the score and really try and make a statement. And we said on the Bet the Board podcast coming in, and again, I didn't have a position on the underdog, we made this game under five. Uh, 
when you looked at what the market was telling you, it suggested that Tampa was going to be a 10-point favorite on a neutral field against the New Orleans Saints because New England was a three-point favorite last Sunday, finds themselves catching six and a half, seven here. That wasn't the case, uh, and numbers don't lie in this business. Uh, you can make narrative stances all you want, but if the point spread doesn't mesh with all of that, you're not going to be long for trying to make a few bucks in this business. And I'm sure the majority of the money came in on the over, right? I, and it hit on the under. So I, the sports books won that one too. And what about the prop bets out there? Yeah, definitely. With the total uh, being a standalone game, books are always going to have some liability going to the overs. And what we've seen through primetime games coming into week four is only one game had gone under the total, that being the Thursday night dud between the Carolina Panthers and Texans. Thursday night's game between Cincinnati and Jacksonville comes in under. And then, of course, tonight's game does as well. And when you mention the player props, I think any time you have a game that's uh, as devoid of offense as what we saw here, it's going to work out well in the book's favor as Tom Brady's passing yard prop came in under. Mac Jones actually exceeds expectations and throws multiple touchdown passes, but almost everything on the Tampa Bay side comes in under, other than you know Mike Evans' receptions and receiving yards, uh, along with Leonard Fournette's what, carries, but the Brady stuff all under. What about the record-breaking catch? There, I know there was a prop on that, and they at first they put it back one yard, and it was tied the record. I'm like, oh, there's going to be people upset about that, but then they moved it and said, this is the record-breaker, and let's just move on from that, you know? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, when you bet into some of those unique props, markets, there's always a little bit of ambiguity, so encourage people to check their house rules, read those stipulations, and go back and study the box score, because like you said, there was uh, some uncertainty about, was it the record tying, was it the record breaking, so you always want to dig into that. I I know that when the prop was hung earlier this week at a lot of books, Rob Gronkowski was the overwhelming favorite, of course, with him being ruled out with broken ribs, it changed the dynamic a little bit, and I think it made it tougher for the recreational bettors to identify which receiver Tom could potentially throw to for that milestone achievement. Weird day, I thought, in the NFL from as low scoring as the Browns-Vikings game was to how suddenly Sam Darnold has turned into, I don't know, a scrambling quarterback, seeing Justin Fields have success, watching the Jets win a game, the Seahawks beating up on the Niners. Just uh, how can I not leave Arizona out? But my gosh, Todd, what an odd day for the National Football League. So much of what we see uh, any given Sunday is some teams raising their level of play and others coming crashing back to earth. I mean, coming into today, there was an appetite from professional bettors to bet against the Rams in the wake of their emotional performance against Tampa, and clearly they didn't have the same game plan or energy in this particular spot. You mentioned the Seahawks and 49ers. I think Seattle was extremely fortunate to win that football game, given the fact that their offense really didn't do much early on, and of course, once Jimmy Garoppolo left, uh, the offense looked significantly different with Trey Lance. Don't be fooled by the stat line that he put together. A lot of that coming in garbage time when they were down multiple scores. But as we've seen in the NFC West, I think we have a fascinating dynamic brewing like we knew coming into the year. The Rams at the Seahawks on a short week on Thursday night. And then, of course, we'll see if the 49ers can rebound with the rookie quarterback and a number that projected out to Arizona a one-and-a-half point favorite. But in the wake of disparate results that we saw unfold earlier today, you're now looking at Arizona right around a four-point favorite there. And I think buyer beware. Don't be shocked if Arizona has a bit of a letdown against that 49ers defense. Todd, I got to assume Monday Night Football going to get uh, some pretty good numbers too. Raiders, Chargers, uh, love the Chargers minus three or whatever it is right now. I I think the Raiders are a good team. You you don't like that one? You like the Raiders there, Todd? No, No, you know, I don't have a real strong opinion on the game. I will say it's three and a half. There was a little bit of an appetite for the underdog at minus three, a slightly different handicap. And when you look at what the impact Gus Bradley has had on the Raiders defense, I think the key to their success, at least through three games, has been on the depth on the defensive line. They looked extremely fresh late 
the game, their ability to get after the passer. Uh, Max Crosby, Carl Nassib, Yannick Ngakwe, all paying dividends early on. But you look at the passing offense that the Raiders have faced out of the gates, the Dolphins, the Steelers, and the Baltimore Ravens. None of those are a murderer's row. But I think the big injury that we're going to have to keep tabs on going into tomorrow, this Chargers run defense has been absolutely abysmal. And if they're without the leader of that defense in Kenneth Murray, who rolled his ankle on practice in practice on Saturday, it changes things quite a bit. And I think the Raiders can play downhill with a little bit of bully ball with or without Josh Jacobs. Yeah, Peyton Barber looked good last week. And Arnie, I make my noise because you never pick the Raiders. You always pick against them. And I like how you're, you're shocking us by picking against the Raiders. Um, Todd, have you been able to make sense of, of college football outside of Alabama and Georgia right now? I mean, since he's got a legit shot, don't they? Yeah, I mean, when you look at the landscape, Alabama and Georgia, a cut above. And if I look at my adjusted power numbers, just to put things in perspective, both of those teams, I make more than a 10-point favorite against any team in the country, including the likes of Oklahoma, Ohio State, before you trickle down to even a team like Iowa State that I think people have written off for dead, not going to have a chance to win the national championship, but still very relevant in the Big 12 title chase and a team that I don't think any of the teams, whether it's Oklahoma or Texas, are going to want to see on their schedule later in the year. Um, When you look elsewhere, though, I mean, Clemson, a team still struggling for an offensive identity. You talk about Cincinnati, it's a team for me that's fringe top 20 at this point. I like what I saw from them defensively, but I still think they're a little bit limited on the offensive side. But when you go through the Bearcats schedule, I think the biggest question that everybody has is, is there a team capable of knocking them off? And, you know, in coming weeks, UCF at home without Dylan Gabriel at Navy at Tulane, home against Tulsa. None of those games will scare you. I think you have to look towards the middle of November when they take on SMU, and who knows how the Mustangs will be playing as Tanner Mordecai continues to grasp what they're doing in that offense down in Dallas. All right, Todd, of course you know that I'm the baseball guy over Plank. Uh, my Dodgers, a big favorite over St. Louis. Uh, Scherzer on the mound against Wainwright. And the Yankees, how could you not like the Yankees with Cole? Slight favorites, even though Cole has not pitched well in Boston, but Boston's going to go with Evaldi. you got to go with Cole in the over, right? What's the area, like six out there in Boston or what? Yeah, it's a little bit challenging. I mean, I think the number's extremely fair. We did see Garrett Cole open a, a slight favorite. There's been a little bit of money that's come in, nothing substantial, and a lot can change between now and Tuesday. But you mentioned that track record, of course, going up against the former Yankee and Nathan Evaldi. Uh, I think if you're Major League Baseball, you love this. You have some of the biggest brands playing a single game elimination scenario. I I have to imagine, though, there are executives for for Fox uh, that are going, I really hope the Dodgers find a way to get through the Cardinals. (laughs) But awfully scary when you look at Major League Baseball and you consider a team that wins 106 games is playing in a single elimination. It's just a credit to the Giants, not flinching. And for a guy that basically became a cast-off as manager in Philadelphia and Gabe Kapler, somehow with a magic elixir in the Bay Area, has the San Francisco Giants uh, charted for a deep, deep postseason run. You're the man, Todd. Appreciate the time. As always, talk to you next Sunday night. Thanks, Todd. Always a pleasure, gents. And uh, Chris, bring home an OU win on Saturday. I know they're going to have their hands full in the Red no, River. Not happening. Hey, hey, Todd, 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 what do you see? Section. What do you see that number at? Has it been dropped yet? Yeah, three, that, you're looking at Oklahoma, a three and a half point favorite. That's down substantially from where it would have been during the summer months with Oklahoma oh, yeah. more than a touchdown chalk. And a lot of that, though, is because of Oklahoma's struggles clearly on the offensive side and the fact that they've yet to cover this season against an FBS opponent. Love Texas. Love Texas. Thanks, Todd. We appreciate you. Talk to you next week. Be good, gents. It's Todd Furman. (laughs) All right. 
Uh, when we come back, we're going to dive into the rest of the National Football League. It's yeah. a post-game sound from Bill Belichick. But first, Steve DeSager with everything going on in the world of sports. We'll get to the Tampa Bay victory, 1917 at New England. But he mentioned the Dodgers and the amazing amount of wins and still finished one game back at the Giants. San Francisco mm. clinched the NOS title with a win today. That is amazing, the year the Giants had. 107 victories, as one of their players said afterwards. Like, I'm exhausted. This took a couple years off my life. It felt like we couldn't lose a game the last month. But sure enough, the Dodgers were phenomenal the last couple of months and still gained, what, a couple games in the standings in that whole time? It was really amazing. So the Dodgers will host the NL wildcard game against the Cardinals on Wednesday. For the record, the Dodgers finish as the winningest second-place team in Major League history. It's happened a couple of times before in the old days when the season was a little bit shorter, 105 wins and no title, but for what it's worth. Today, Trey Turner did win the batting title, and how about that? The Mm. trade deadline pickup the Dodgers had at the end of July, they got the all-star starting pitcher Max Scherzer, who might win the Cy Young this year again and they got the all-star starting shortstop Trey Turner who led the league in hits led the league in stolen bases with 32 he's the batting champion as well the Dodgers with 106 wins ties their franchise record but remember two years ago they had that number and lost game five in extra innings on a grand slam in the division series to the Nationals and were out quickly these Dodgers have won 15 straight home games going into that wild card game on Wednesday where it's going to be Max Scherzer against the Cardinals Adam Wainwright the winner goes to San Francisco for a best of five. Oh boy the loser Wednesday is out meanwhile the opponent this weekend at Dodger Stadium was Milwaukee just kind of coasting the last couple of weeks as they head to the playoffs as the NL Central champs notice last night that the starting pitcher Corbin Burns, one of the Cy Young candidates this year, he gave up a three-run homer in the first and before it came time for his first at bat of the night, they pulled him. So his ERA stayed at a league leading 2.43 and barely he beats out Scherzer and Walker Bueller of the Dodgers for the ERA title. They said on the LA broadcast today that Scherzer had to, I think, go five and a third scoreless to pass him for the ERA crown. But the Dodgers were scoreboard watching, and San Francisco at the time was really starting to take the lead. So after five innings, they pulled Walker Bueller. He had 11 strikeouts at the time. And so, no, he does not win the ERA title. Bueller finishes 16-4 and this season. The Dodgers, winners of seven straight, beat Milwaukee 10-3. Notable early in this game, though, that L.A.'s Max Muncy left with an elbow injury, a collision at first base, and he is likely out this week. Dodger pitcher Clayton Kershaw is on the injured list with a sore arm, the same problem that cost him a couple of months this summer. So that is notable. And remember for the Giants as they head to the postseason, their first baseman Brandon Belt got hit by a pitch, a broken hand or finger. So there are, down the stretch, some things lineup-wise to be concerned about. Meanwhile, the phenomenal finishes in the American League with the Yankees and Boston each scoring in the ninth to secure victories, and it'll be the Red Sox hosting the Yankees Tuesday night. Yeah, they celebrated like they won the World Series. The Yankees piped down. <laughs> it was a walk-off. It was, all- <laughs> it was a walk-off on, on the final day of the season card. to get into the postseason. Stop That's it. Tuesday at Boston. Now, did you notice how things ended at New England tonight. I know, in the rain with a missed field goal. I am even more than that. Let's go deeper than that. Tampa yeah. Bay's 3-1 and one after the win. 19-17 was the final. Well, first off, I noticed that the, the fact that Arnie has not brought up that the kicker who hit the upright on the 56-yarder and the Patriots lost, 
is, of course, Nick Folk from the University of Arizona. That yes, didn't get brought that. up once on the show. <laughs> By the way, he's also from the high school here that we keep mentioning on the show, that where Giancarlo Stanton went to high school near our studios and producer Lee went there. It's yet another point of athletic greatness coming out of that high school. <laughs> Nick Folk, a field goal University game. of Arizona. Did you guys win this weekend, Arnie? We didn't play, so, yeah, so that's that. a win. Yes, that's the a answer win. is yes. That's a win. Yes, yes. <laughs> Tonight's game in the rain at New England was 7-6 at the half. It was still 7-6 until mid-third quarter when the Patriots got a touchdown. Uh, excuse me, the Bucks got a touchdown, and then the Patriots answered with a TD. And then a Bucks field goal, and the Patriots answered with a field goal. And then a Bucks late field goal, and the Patriots missed the late <laughs> field goal. And they brought up, of course, the, it was third and three, just over a minute to go for New England. And they threw the incompletion, which brings up the fourth and three. They chose to attempt the kick, as many people have brought up. Even if he doesn't hit the upright on the 56-yarder late that he missed, even if he makes it, you go ahead. Tom Brady still has a couple of timeouts and doesn't need a touchdown. Right. He'd only be down one to get his team into field goal range at New England. By the way, New England is a team eight carries minus one yard rushing in this game. Wow. Cleveland is three and one after winning at Minnesota. Buffalo's three and one after shutting out Houston. Dallas three and one after beating Carolina. The Pittsburgh Steelers are one and three after losing yeah. at Green Bay. Yeah, play like the over and wins on them, didn't they? How about that play? Twenty-seven, seventeen. How soon is Ben Roethlisberger retiring? I thought he came back. You know, he took less money just for. Just for what? Did his coming back make the Steelers better? I think that's I a think legitimate so. question <laughs> made him at this point. Road wins for Baltimore, Seattle, and the 4-0 Arizona Cardinals who beat up the Rams 37-20. And we haven't mentioned yet tonight, NASCAR's race at Talladega was postponed to tomorrow due to rain. The round of 12 playoff race due to start at 1 p.m. Eastern. There is a chance of rain there for the next three days, just for the record. Back to you. So what, no, Kent State me- hockey with the sweep? What's wrong with you? Ah, oh, what the hell? Kent Go State ahead. hockey with the tweet. Come uh, on. Sweep. Uh, so you're telling me that trying to avoid everything NASCAR today paid off because they didn't yeah. race. Yeah. They, they thought they were ready and got some warm-up laps, and then it yeah. really started raining. And, you know, this is an outdoor sport. you got to try the track. How, if there's, at some point, 60 to 80% chance of rain at points over the next couple of days, how do you get this playoff race what? in? A full race, because that's why they didn't start late tonight. What a day for me tomorrow. Talladega and the Raiders taking over Los Angeles? Oh, it's like your birthday. It's Christmas. By the way, DeSager, <laughs> yes. what is the latest on Kenneth Murray? How's K-9 looking? Now, they were saying at the time the Charger linebacker rolled his ankle at the end of practice. They didn't think it was serious. That's the last I heard Good. last night. I have not heard today. Mm, love it. All right, a couple of uh, quick tweets here. Expensive um, tickets, for, by the way, for that game. I saw that. Yeah, Did you $250, see? I guess. Not bad. I, I have heard that you are actually offering to buy Bobo and in their dreams. tickets. I, in their I have dreams. a tweet here that says that Arnie has offered, our text, excuse me, to buy us tickets to the game tomorrow night. Bobo, I'll send you a jersey. I'll overnight it. Good, have fun, guys. Should Arnie, I, are you going to Venmo them or how are you going to give them their money? Hey, should, I, should I go to the Yankees-Red Sox game? I'm not doing anything that day. I could just drive. It's only a three-hour drive. Why wouldn't you? you I mean, you don't I have to. Watch any. it on TV and do nothing. That might cost more, actually. Right, exactly. <laughs> you actually might have to spend more money doing Fenway that. Fenway doesn't have 70,000 seats. It's <laughs> funny because as we kind of bounce around from, from football back to baseball, Lou sent us a tweet and said the Dodgers are getting the red hot uh, are getting red hot at just the right time. The one problem is the cards have tormented them ever since Jack Clark's 1985 <laughs> three-run home run. Plus, 40-year-old Adam Wainwright has owned them. 
You think I don't know that? You think a Dodger fan that grew up in St. Louis wouldn't know that? You think I don't know that Ozzie Smith had like one left-handed home the, run in his life? Or Dodgers? Fuhrer over the <laughs> I right. Just, I, wall? You beat me to the punch. I was just about to say the Dodgers just signed Nedenfuhrer to uh, nineteen eighty-five playoffs. playoffs. So you got to yeah. go. The flip side of the coin, though, is who's starting for the Dodgers Wednesday night? St. Louis native Max Scherzer, uh, yeah. who absolutely dominated the Cardinals in St. Louis He's a few weeks hot. ago. This is yeah. going to be a great. Jack Clark throwing an elbow to Mike Sosha's head. He's and a big knocking him out. But but you know what? The, the Yankees Red Sox is pretty much even money, and they got Cole going. When when's the last time you got Cole in a slight favorite? I I am really surprised that the Red uh, Red Sox showed some intestinal fortitude when they were down today because I Five, and yesterday them off and yeah. yesterday yesterday yeah. they got four runs in the top of the ninth to win. Boston today three in the top of the seventh to tie, and then the two run homer in the ninth to win. Okay, one other quick note so we can yeah. make sure that no one gets mad at us before we break, but Albert Breer has been all over this. Uh, Bill Belichick went into the Patriots' locker room. Oh, I'm sorry, Bill Belichick went into the Buccaneers' locker room uh, and was in there for over 20 minutes. He went in there, and according to reports, he and Tom Brady retweeted, uh, retreated to a quiet area. Belichick left 24 minutes after he entered. Um, Anybody have a black eye? Tom well, no, because you're going to hate this because I don't know why I, Seth Wickersham Jr. here that I do the show with, uh, Brady said in his press conference, nothing is, is really accurate that I ever see about his relationship with Belichick. It definitely doesn't come from my personal feelings or beliefs. I have a lot of respect for him as a coach and all the different people in this organization. No. Sorry, Arnie. Yeah, we'll see when the book comes out if he's so uh, complimentary, okay? All right, when we come back, Arnie and Plank DeSager is going to go all in on the Cleveland Indians playing their final game ever. We'll explain next on Fox Sports Radio. It's Arnie and Plank on a Fox football Sunday. And to wrap up hour number two, we always welcome in our man, Steve DeSager. We haven't done anything on this show that we normally do, Arnie. So buy or sell coming up, tons of audio. Yes. Um, After week four, we know this, but DeSager's here to make sure we stay on track. What's going on? We've got a lot to get to, and as usual, not enough time, but that's the greatness of this show. It's just we're bursting at the seams. I got to say that a little swan song, the Cleveland Indians played their last game ever today because they're going to be the Cleveland Guardians starting next year. They've been the Indians for over a century, nearly 17,000 games worth. For the record, they won their finale 6-0 at Texas. And the Rangers played in complete anonymity today because the Cowboys were playing across the way. (laughs) By the way, if if you have a shirt with uh, Chief Wahoo on it, is that offensive if you wear it? Uh, If it's the goofy guy, it might be. Yeah. Yeah. My kids' high school is called the Warriors, and I have one that doesn't have like a goofy headdress uh, not the headdress the uh that's right i would think if it's a source of pride and some braves warriors seminoles i'll have to get rid of my atlanta crackers t-shirt too i guess (laughs) no i actually do have one i'm not kidding the uh, texas rangers finished with 102 losses just for the record this year the indians went 80 and 82 they had actually had eight straight winning seasons until this year. That matched the longest in the history of that franchise. And they were a charter team in the American League dating back to 1901. The Rangers, on the other hand, oh. 
They got shut out for the 15th time this year. That's pretty good. This is their most losses in a season since 1973 when they were still new to Texas. So things are... uh, Let's say not looking up. And they were a pitch away from winning a World Series when I was that's there. That's right. Or maybe if Nelson Cruz, the DH, can actually catch a ball in right yeah, field. Too, they yeah. Don't that. bring that up. <laughs> Against the Cardinals. Uh, three interesting stats from uh, now that the season's over from StatSync. I don't know if anybody's seen a Padre reliever this year. Austin Adams, the guy, only threw about 50 innings and still led the league in hit batters with 24. What? <laughs> Six more hit batters than anyone else in baseball. And he set a record. They've been keeping track of hits bat, hit batsmen since the 1800s. He's the first guy to lead the majors in hit batters despite not starting a single game all year. There was a game at Dodger Stadium with the Padres visiting just a few weeks ago. He hit three batters in one inning. People were starting to get Charlie ticked. Sheen? Who are you talking about? I don't even know. <laughs> it, is, it may Charlie as well be Sheen. Cleveland Indians, <laughs> by the way. Uh, Pirates lost a lot of games against this year. The pitcher who led them in victories had no starts at all this season, and that happened to the Pirates last year as well. Salvador Perez had a great year for the Royals. Their catcher hit 48 homers, tied for the league lead. He only walked 28 times all year. Stats Inc. says that's the first time in Major League history that somebody's had 20 more homers than walks in a season. What? Iowa is up to number three in the new college football polls. Love them this weekend. Behind number one, Alabama, number two, Georgia. Penn State is number four. Cincinnati moved up to number five in AP. And yes, this Saturday on Fox TV, Penn State plays at Iowa, 4 p.m. Eastern time. The Big Ten Conference has five of the top 11 spots in this week's AP poll. Oklahoma is number six. Ohio, Ohio State up to number seven. Oregon fell to number eight. Michigan up to number nine, BYU now number 10. Oklahoma number six, that's a little high for them, but all right, whatever. <laughs> Texas is 21, Texas-Oklahoma this Saturday. Notre Dame down to number 14. Kentucky is in at number 16, by the way, and Florida fell to number 20. Uh, number 22 is Arizona State after beating oh, UCLA Arizona. last night. Yeah, he got excited. <laughs> now, we deal with facts here at the news desk. Yeah. <laughs> San Diego State's in at number 25. Clemson is finally unranked in the AP Goodbye, poll. Goodbye, Charlie. For the first time in seven years, by the way, unranked. At 3-2, and two, Clemson is number 21 in the coaches poll. You know, the people that actually watch all the games before <laughs> they vote. <laughs> Through the first five weeks of this college football season, there have been 34 ranked teams to have lost. That's the most in the history of the AP poll. As for the NBA, we had the exhibition opener today. That's right. The Nets beat the Lakers 123-97. Most of the stars did not play. Brooklyn outscored them by 23 in the fourth quarter. And Golden State forward Andrew Wiggins got the COVID vaccine. He can now fully participate with the team in San Francisco. You may Aware, be aware of the San Francisco and How New do we York know we rules. got it? We have to protect his privacy. Do you not his believe privacy? his coach, Steve Kerr, who told the media that today? No, but we're going to respect his privacy. Remember that? Respect his privacy. When he didn't get the vaccine, he didn't want to talk well, about it. Well, it was so a media day. About it now? The yeah. obvious question is not, did he get it? It's, is he playing your home games? Yeah. Here's yeah. why. Because they won't stop badgering you until you get it. So that's how you can know that he got it, Arnie. You, you could say he was a man of principle, and he was talking like that earlier in the week. The fact remains, if he sat out the home games this season, he would have forfeited half of his $31 that's million right. dollar salary. That's right. This is a guy who averaged 18 points a game this season that, assuming health, can actually play all the games for Golden State. And AP reported this past week the NBA's vaccination rate was up to around 95% league-wide. It's amazing. NBA players who are not vaccinated of course have to be tested far more often than the vaccinated do and they would face other restrictions so most people are going for it 
Don't blame him. Great stuff, Steve. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yep. Uh, hey, when we come back next hour, we're going to get all of our stuff we usually start the show with. Yeah. So if you only get to catch the final hour of this show, you're in for a treat. We've got what we've learned after week four or what we know. we got buy or sell coming up, plus just starting to have audio trickle in from the Belichick Aww. presser. Brady's just now talking with the media. Tons to get to from Sunday night football and, of course, a busy day in the NFL coming up in Hour 3 with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. A raucous final hour coming your way here with Arnie oh, yes. and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Brought to you in part by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. A 2021 Nielsen report. Limitations apply. 
a wild, exciting, entertaining end to the Sunday night football game as the Buccaneers hold off the New England Patriots. And unfortunately, Arnie Spanier hasn't got his World War Three no. brawl between the two guys. But it was just an average game. It was, it was nothing great. It was just an average game. Well, average game, great fourth quarter, I thought. Well, between the two teams, if it wasn't uh, Tom Brady and and you know and uh, New England, you wouldn't have brought that. If this was between Jacksonville and the Jets, you wouldn't even have brought it up. If it was that type of ending, we do a show that's on Sunday nights while Sunday night football is going on. So I'm sure we would have brought up that a game was won on a play like this. The hold by Jake Bailey, the snapper Cardona. Here's the kick. He gets it away. It's is it long enough? Is it long enough? It's no good. It hit the upright. It's no good. Bucks lead 1917. Wow. And Nick Folk's streak of 36 straight comes to an end. But I I, I don't I don't know in a row. if if you're trying to like beat your chest and say, yeah, see you wouldn't talk about it if it wasn't Brady or Belichick. Yeah, Arnie, no, duh. So the Today Show wouldn't have been there on Friday like they were. We wouldn't have had nonstop talk about it on our network all week long. No, I, I just mean, meant that the play was average. I mean, I expected a lot more. I expected a higher level. No, I know the no, range. no, no. Admit it. Admit it. Just be honest. Don't lie to the people. You expected Belichick to get kicked. Yeah, well, I wanted Belichick to get kicked. That's what I wanted. You didn't want a higher level of play. You don't want a better game. I wanted 50 to 7. Yeah, that's not a better game. Yeah, to me it would have been. It's not a better game, I was thinking, gee, if it's 50 to 7, are people going to stop and wait till the very end to watch the whole thing? Uh, They're going to lose ratings if it's like that. (laughs) Yeah. I like it. Well, anyway, um, the Buccaneers win tonight. We'll have post-game from Tom Brady coming up and Bill Belichick. But, Arnie. We haven't spent any time on the rest of the NFL today, so let's get after it. Week four, pretty much in the books. The Raiders still have to go out and beat up on the Chargers tomorrow night. So with that in mind, after week four of the National Football League, Arnie Spaniard knows this. I know that the Bills are back after that opening weekend loss to Pittsburgh. They are one of the top favorites to go to the Super Bowl. They just look good over the Texans. I know the Texans are no big deal, but they won 40 to nothing. If their defense is going to be playing like that, I think the Bills already clinched the division. I think they're going to arrest Josh Allen for the rest of the year until the playoffs start. Um, It's going to be an easy going for them, so I wonder how that's going to affect them when the playoffs come around, but they look damn good today. Well, And again, um, I don't disagree, but it was the Houston Texans yes, that they yes. did that too. So does that give you any pause for cause because it was a bad NFL team that they Yes, did? it was. But I mean, if I, if I was really going to say who I was really impressed by, um, I should have just gone right to the very top in my Dallas Cowboys. I mean, they beat a good Panthers team who was 3-0. and They put 36 points on the board. They're 3-1. and They're probably going to win that division. Um, I'm wondering if the Cowboys are for real because they look damn good today. Well, if you're calling them your Cowboys, I yeah. don't think you're wondering if they're for real. I think you're yeah. just kind of trying to jinx both. We had Ezekiel Elliott siding, by the way, today, too. I don't well, know as a matter of fact, now that yeah. you mention it, Mike McCarthy afterward talked about that nice little one-two punch that they have with Zeke and I Pollard. I think just as a whole, everything's better. You know, I, I think just the understanding of, of how we want to run the football, um, the, the commitment to the run, you know, these last three weeks has been outstanding, and you know, it just so many good things come off of the run game. So, and just to have, uh, you know, 
Zeke and Tony uh, just to bang all day. I mean, it's, uh, you know, obviously it's a real strength for us these last three weeks. As a team, they ran for 245 yards. Mm. They only threw it – well, they only threw it. They threw it 22 times, ran it 34 times. But Zeke as an individual, over 100 yards, 20 carries, 143. And, boy, Arnie – and it took – I mean, what a wild second half. You had a 20-point third quarter from the yeah. Cowboys where they shut out the Panthers. And then Carolina comes storming back in the fourth – but it's amazing how much smarter you look when you win games, right? Uh, McCarthy can't handle time management. He's screwing it up in both the, the, the game between the Chargers two weeks ago and in Monday Night Football against the Eagles. And now, all of a sudden, you're 3-1. and one. You beat a previously unbeaten Panthers team, and you're a genius. All is right with the yeah. world because you're winning games, and Arnie's picking you to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'll tell you what, and one other thing I learned after four weeks of the regular season, it is O-V-E-R. Uh, for my Miami Dolphins, if only Tua didn't get hurt. I mean, Jacoby Brissett looks like just garbage out there. Um, he's just not getting it done. We got clobbered. We had three points going into the fourth quarter today. We should have beaten this Colts team. They were no great shakes. And we made Carson Wentz look like a Hall of Famer. It's embarrassing. Dolphin season is O-V-E-R, Plank. But I thought the division was already over. I thought they had won the division this year. I thought it was done. What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, this was it. Looks it. like the Bills have won it now. All right. Well, it, you don't have to give up on them quite yet because your boy oh, Tua will get healthy. Your boy Tua will get healthy, or or they'll make that trade for Deshaun Watson, and all will be right with the world. Which one in three team makes a comeback? Is it Minnesota? Minnesota. Is it Miami? Philadelphia? The Jets? A lot of one in three teams out there. Pittsburgh. You tell me what one in three team is going to make a comeback. I kind of think that the Vikings are good Uh, and and I don't know Patriots maybe I don't know why I but can I make my case for the Vikings then if if you want to go down this direction because I've got a couple things I've learned after three weeks or four weeks but I'll I'll save that for later sure show I'm just along for the ride (laughs) um I kind of think the Vikings are good because to me they've been hard luck losers in just about every single one of their games they had the bad call in the opener with the Dalvin Cook fumble against the Bengals. Right. You had the donked field goal at right. the end of regulation against the Cardinals. And today was just a mess, but it was the kind of game that I think Mike Zimmer wants. I, they get the Lions next week. They go to the Panthers the following week. Arnie, they could easily be 3-3 three and three going into a game against the Cowboys on Halloween. The so, funny part is they're the like only it. team in the plus in the NFC North. They're not bad. It's 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 one of the weird. If I, I know, we hear from a lot of Vikings fans, and I'm not just sucking up to the boss right now because our man Scotty Shapiro is a yeah, you do Vikings that a lot, fan. yeah. But I don't think I think they're a good football team. I think they're one of these teams that you look back and you're like, wow, remember when they were one and three and they're sitting there at like six and three or seven and three on the season? That's how good I think they have the potential to be. Now, can I get to one thing that I know? Wait, hold on. You go yeah. ahead. Is there a team? I know you think it's the Dolphins, but beyond the Dolphins, who's a team that's sitting right now at one and three that you think can turn it around? 
if there was a team that's sitting at one and three, I'm not going to say Pittsburgh. That division's too hard. I think it is OVERs for them. I was going to say the Dolphins because the Patriots are no great shakes. I mean, the Jets are still beatable, obviously. Um, so the division's a lot easier. That's why I was going to say the Dolphins would be the one team at one and three that was going to turn it around. Of, of, of course. And you realize that you are a Dolphins homer on this, and you're yes. not really basing well, this in a lot of I'll that. tell you. I'll tell you what I'm not a homer on. I'll, I'll just, uh, as I go, go to the NFC, I don't know if you know this. Um, the Arizona Cardinals are the best team in the NFC. Period. Period. Better than Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Did right I now. stutter? Why Brady and the Buccaneers look so good today? Well, again, you you're kind of getting over your skis after four weeks. The show but, is today. The yeah, show is you, today. I understand that, but you can inject some logic into it. And I but like the Cardinals, Cardinals don't look like the best team in the NFC. Am I making that up? They're four. No, they look great offensively. Kyler Murray just looks like the quarterback I never thought he was ever going to be, and they have a pretty damn good defense. Why wouldn't I say they're the best team in the NFC? Well, they um, they could easily be three and one right now. Um, we might have overinflated the Rams a little bit, even though they look good last week. Mm-hmm. I like, I like the Cardinals quite a bit. Yeah, but just if you're going to sit here and tell me that, I mean, they're the last unbeaten team. They're going to get all the props, and they beat the snot out of the Rams today, and they deserve yes, it. Yes, they did. Yes, I'm they not did. ready to crown them. Right? You just said you got the Cowboys going. Wait, who to are you going to put up there? The, the Packers or Tampa Bay would be the only other teams that you would put as the best team in the NFC. You've just said you've got the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. How can you not have them up near the top of the NFC? Uh, come on, I didn't say they were going to go to the Super Bowl, but I'm telling you, Arizona's the best team in the NFC, especially now that they're getting great play from the quarterback and their defense is good. You're over. They've always got defense. great play from their quarterback that's that's where people like yourself and yes. Ben Maller need to look at reality and understand <laughs> Kyler Murray is a good quarterback and he has been period now Derek Carr's a good quarterback he's always been a good quarterback you know what they both have now that they haven't had before they got a defense offensive, oh an offensive they've got line no the Raiders do not have an offensive yeah. line Arnie yeah. no 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 nor do the Cardinals but They've got a defense. It's keeping them in games when they struggle a little bit. They shut down Matt Stafford. And after you were demanding Bernie Fratto and Rob Parker apologize <laughs> last week, are you the one that's going to have to apologize now tonight? Well, yeah, one Stafford didn't get it done, but that's just one game. He's looked oh. good up till this one. Why is Stafford in, in Los Angeles? Just uh, have a good regular season? No. He's there to take him to the Super Bowl and win it, right? Right. So I don't think you can start calling anyone – wrong whenever he hasn't really come close to accomplishing his goal yet let it play out a little bit with Matt Stafford before you start trying to tear down goalposts but <laughs> stay I, with I Arizona yeah. too let it yeah. let it play out a little bit Arnie a lot of people are losing your their minds tonight because Cliff Kingsbury made a Ted Lasso comparison in his postgame presser there's some real parallels between Ted Lasso and myself like the epic YouTube dance video um and then he's weirdly positive all the time <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, Cliff Kingsbury with kind of an ultimate Ted Lasso kind of conversation to where he points out that, hey, just winning a game is a big deal. Anytime you win an NFL game, you're excited. There's no doubt. It's hard to get it done. So you put in a lot of work throughout the week, and, and that's kind of the time to enjoy it. And it's a celebration for all of us. Uh, and that's how we try to try to treat it that way. And our guys had great juice. Got some great veteran leaders that are, are really fun to be around. They're going to lose their next two games against the 49ers and the Browns whenever Ooh. Baker and Kyler go at it. But then they get the Texans 5-2 and two, heading into a big showdown with the Packers on Thursday night, October 28th. I think that's going to be a monster game. 
I like that. I like that. You know, I'm thinking if it, it, we said if there's a team that's one in three, that's still going to turn it around and, and have a good year. I kind of forgot about the Giants. They look good. Who saw them beating the Saints today? That was a good victory by them, too. Yeah, and the first 400-yard passing game for Daniel Jones, whom – I don't know. I just feel like everyone wants to point their finger at him and blame him when he yeah, really hasn't Yeah, I do that a lot. Been. Yeah, Daniel Jones Manning, I like to call him. Right. And, and again, he's not going to wow you with anything that he's done numbers-wise, but they got that win today. Hopefully we can build off of it. That's the goal is to use the momentum as we prepare for next week. Yeah, very short and to the point. Daniel Jones. By the way, uh, after week four, I know this, Cleveland's – Winning games when they don't play well. Right. And that, to me, is a sign of a really good football team. I know that they're sitting at 3-1 and one this year. Here was Baker afterwards. A win is a win. Ugly ones count just the same as the, you know, the pretty ones do. I've said this a lot about the Browns. If they didn't have the history behind them of being Cleveland, everyone would be losing their mind over their roster. Arnie, they had no business winning that game offensively today. Baker was horrible. Um, their offensive line was horrible. But when you win a game when you don't play well and you don't throw it well, I mean, they ran the ball okay. You had, what, one back over 100 yards. But their defense came to play. And I'll tell you what, man, I'm I'm starting to drink the Kool-Aid. I'm starting to buy a little bit more of what Cleveland might have to offer. They ran the ball 30 – they ran 71 plays against the Vikings. They ran it 38 times today. Wow. Not a big number, 184 yards, but still – yeah, when you win games and you play ugly, that to me is a sign of a good football. Team. So you could almost say the same thing about Cincinnati, also at three and one. Though um, I don't think they've had a murderous schedule, but they look so much better. If you again, it's Cincinnati. So um, anything they do is it, it, a three and one start is going to get everybody's attention. I like what they're doing right now, though, and I love Burrow. I think he's fantastic. I do too. All right, when we come back, uh, there is a little bit of what we learned or what we know after week four. So when we come back, we'll play a little buy or sell. This is where we take teams that and players that everyone might be all in on and everyone's telling us how great they are. We tell you they suck. Or or vice versa. Yeah, everyone might be crushing a dude. We stop, pull it back, and say, ah, 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 not so fast. Plus, Arnie's picks are coming up right around the corner on a busy Sunday night here on a Fox Football Sunday. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Artie and Plank on a Fox football Sunday. couple of quick tweets in here. Yep. Minnesota man Kevin writes, um, and again, I'm not trying to, to get all too carried you- away here. The Vikings the played boss. a good defense, and the offense was silent after the first quarter. They had a chance in at the end, but if you know the Vikings, of course, they fell short. No reason to tap out quite yet. Um, again, I think they're fine. Kiss of death rights. Are you already turning bad guy mode, Arnie, on the Dolphins and abandoning, uh, abandoning the Tua train after four games? You'll be back to hyping them next year. Even Stevie Wonder can see you trolling. I noticed he said you'll be back next year. He didn't say later on when they go on a winning streak. And no, I didn't abandon them after four games. I abandoned them after three games, right? Didn't I do it last week? So um, I didn't have to wait till the fourth game. I already said it's O-V-E-R for them. You abandon them every time they lose. So that's They're not coming how... back. One and three is too much to come back from. Um, I, I will say this. I think Rick had the best tweet of the night. Risk, excuse me, Risk. He writes, was hoping to hear you talk about your picks, Arnie, you didn't do too good. Did you have a bad week again last week? I don't week? know. He's always saying that. I don't know why every every week he's saying I'm having a bad week. Even if I have a good week, he says I have a bad week. Did you have a good week last week? I think so. <laughs> you don't even know. Um, uh, Michelle writes, how about my Arizona Cardinals? Great on all sides um, with the ball. Kyler Murray has matured. Hell, the whole team did. Arnie better not start saying my Cardinals or his Cardinals. No jinx. Thank you. I did live in Phoenix. See, Michelle agrees with me. She knows when the best team in the NFC is right now. Arnie, again, I, t- I go celebrate your title today. <laughs> Who cares if you're the best team in the NFC after four games? Guess what you get with that? Arnie Spanier telling you you're the best NFC team after four games, and then you'll pick. Are you picking the Cardinals to go to the Super Bowl? 
Hey, you know, right now they wouldn't be a bad bet. I wonder what kind of odds I can get on them. That wouldn't be a bad bet right now. But are you picking them? If you think they're the best team. No, I'm not team, picking them. No, all right, then you don't them. think they're the best team in the NFC. What are you doing? Come the on. The show's tonight, though. They're the best team right now. Oh, my God. Inject some logic into it. Arnie writes, JP, must be high if he thought everybody was picking the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl. High, just like most of Tom Brady's passes tonight. Wow. Yeah, Tom Brady did not look very good uh, today. I'm saying that. Uh, and uh, then one. Oh, go ahead. You want to add one no, more? As, to, as for my Dolphins, yeah, I, I'm one of the few that picked them to go. They should have had. I didn't know that uh, Tua was going to go down, though, so I get a little bit of a mug in there. Arnie, you wanted him benched midway through the first yeah, game. Yeah, that's so I season. saw how bad Jacoby Brissett's been. <laughs> He's been awful. Jeez, I can't get a quarterback. Uh, you can't make up your mind either, which is kind of a frustrating thing for someone who gets to work with you every Sunday. Can we go back in time? Sunday. Couldn't we have had Justin Herbert? Couldn't we have figured that out if, or something? I'm I'm here to tell you right now. Yeah. If you guys would have drafted Justin Herbert over Tua, yes, you would have lost your mind. You would have needed psychiatric help, and you would have gone absolutely insane because Not everyone now, thought it was. Everyone thought it was such a gift. Look, Tua, he's going to fall for him. What are the Chargers doing? And everyone lost their mind for the Chargers, taking him before Tua, or taking him right after Tua. But, I mean, worked out pretty well. You would have freaked out if they took him. Uh, and then one more from Sharon. Oh, wait, hold on. We got to Sharon. All right, I can finally get to buy or sell uh, Arnie Plank on a Fox football Sunday. All right, well, you, you kind of have imploded this one because I was going to ask about Arizona. But let's go a little bit deeper. Buy or sell. Kyler Murray is the current leader for the MVP in the NFL. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm going to have to say that right now he is. I mean, they've, they're have they undefeated. He The team looks good. Yes, a lot has to do with defense, but, man, their offense has been putting points on the board. Nobody even close to them in, in their division or even the NFC. I think the Cowboys are still a couple touchdowns behind. Uh, yeah, four games in, he's probably the favorite. He looks damn good right now. Buy or sell. This is a story in two hours and 26 minutes we haven't talked about, but I'm sure uh, Big Ben will have fun with it tonight, Arnie. Buy or sell. Urban Meyer actually may not finish the season as the Jaguars head coach. Oh, no, no. Stop it. Stop it. I'm selling that. First of all, they're coming close to winning a game. They almost won on Thursday night. He's going to sit through. There's too much money at stake. Remember, look, yes, he's made a boatload of money in the college, but never had this NFL money, and he's got an owner with deep pockets. No, he's going to stick around for a while. No, he's not quitting in the middle. Why would he quit to go to USC? Stop with that baloney. Did did you not see him get busted at a bar with another yes, woman I, this weekend? <laughs> yes, I did. You, you, you don't think that that might end up leading to a little time away from the team because his wife loses her S after he I, she sees this? You know what's so funny? I asked my wife, I go, is this a bad picture? Suppose that was me in the picture. Would that bother you? What'd she say? Yeah, you don't want to know what she said. Right. <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I'm laughing because... Again, I don't think Jacksonville is going to say, how dare you? I could see this being something that would lead to an Urban Meyer type of, I just need to get away from the game. I'm stressed. I'm doing things that I never thought I would do because I'm under so much pressure right now to get things right. That's what I think is going to end up happening in this. You, You know what? The Jaguars, you're right, did not look bad. On Thursday night. The only thing that looked bad was Urban Meyer on the sideline. The man looks absolutely miserable. And it's not a tough division at all. Now that you find out that the Titans are certainly beatable. Look, you're not going to win the division, but you certainly could turn around the year. Listen, this one is is a rather vague buy or sell, and we might want to take some time and maybe go 
guy by guy, but we'll include we'll include Trevor Lawrence from Thursday night. Okay. Um, I'm not going to include Trey Lance since he came off the bench. I think that's a little bit unfair. I'm going to include Zach Wilson. I'm I'm going to include Justin Fields, and I'm going to add Mac Jones to it from tonight, Arnie. The rookie quarterbacks, after a rough week, are starting to figure it out. Yeah, of course. I'm buying that absolutely 100%. Um, especially Wilson. Look what he did with the Jets. He's, you know, you see him have some good throws, and then you see him look like garbage, and you forget. I mean, the guy's, uh, you know, three games in. He played at BYU. Uh, he's going to be a lot better than I gave him credit for. He has a lot better arm. And I always thought that Mac Jones was going to be good. So we'll see how the other guys pan out. But, yeah, the rookie quarterbacks are starting to, to learn the game a little bit better. And, look, three games in, of course, they were going to start the lower. They like 1-9, 1-10 or yeah. so, yeah, something like that. But it was just a matter of time before they turned it around. Yeah, the only win was the Patriots win for Mac Jones that he had. I, I, I will say this. I think it's going to be a roller coaster. I think we're going to come back next week, and you might say, I can't believe the Jets took Zach Wilson second. You know, I think I think this is going to be a pretty wild roller coaster. But of all of them, I don't know if it was Matt Nagy who schemed some different things up or what happened, but I didn't think anyone made a bigger jump from week one to week two as a starter than what Justin Fields did. Amazing. That was wild. Amazing. Absolutely they, he wild. He had 60-plus yards last week. And in the first uh, drive, they had more than 60 yards. They're gonna make, a, yeah, it was a whole different team today. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to frustrate you as fans. But it was really fun to see the rookie quarterbacks have big days today. A majority of them. And, of course, going back to Thursday. But I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out, like, what's going on in the NFL, right? I, I joke about this a lot, and I feel like I, I bring it up every year. And it is a week-to-week league. But h- how are the Jets beating the Titans how was that Saints team that housed the Packers on yeah. opening day getting beaten overtime by the New York Giants who don't have any healthy receivers at all? I mean, how how, how are the, the, the Rams – and again, we both like the Cardinals a lot – but how are the Rams not just getting beat, Arnie? How are they getting housed at home against the Arizona Cardinals? How? What the hell is going on in this week-to-week league? Yeah, there's a lot of things that would make you scratch your head. Um, Saints being 2-2 two and two after that first week, like you said, really, I thought they're like, oh, they didn't miss a beat. They're going to be a better team without Drew Brees. Uh, no such luck. Uh, the Cowboys look so much better than a lot of people were going to give them credit for. And, you know, you didn't even bring up your Raiders. Um, if they win tomorrow, they go to 4-0. and oh and, Win. Um, yeah, you're looking at that. And, and right now, if they do go to 4-0, they may be the best team in the AFC at 4-0. Again, would you pick them to go to the Super Bowl? No, but but Kansas City, I can't say Kansas City's the best team at two and two, and people are still picking them to go to the Super Bowl. But who would be if they win tomorrow and they go to four and zero? Who would you say would be in your power rankings? Who would be number one in the AFC? Well, first of all, power rankings are the dumbest ass on the planet because we have these things called standings that can serve as power rankings. But in all seriousness, no, 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 you. You know, I could get real literal here and say, ah, oh, it depends on how they went well, on, what Buffalo. the game's yeah, like. Maybe, yeah. But I think I think Buffalo, the way they've bounced back, I think we're going to look back at week one and try to figure out how in the world they lost to Pittsburgh most of the season. But I'll tell you what, the Raiders can find a way to beat Justin Herbert and the Chargers tomorrow night, and they're 4-0 going into a game next week at home against the Chicago Bears. Oof. Then, yeah, I'm, um, I'm feeling pretty good about where this team is right now. But as Raider fans... We've been here and done this. Not necessarily 3-0, and 
Yeah, but you haven't done that. Six yeah. in, well, again, Arnie, you're ready to build a statue of Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury because they're 4-0. <laughs> but you've, we've, the Raiders have been 6-3. and three. They've been 6-2. and two. They've been, you know, 5-3. and three. It, Bottom line is they've got to finish. So this is fun, and I hope they win tomorrow night. But I won't get too excited until probably like week nine or ten if they can keep it going. Wow, that's good, a long man. time to be bitter. Come on, now. well, enjoy it. I'm right, I am enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. But enjoy making the sandwich just like you were going to eat it too. There's fun making the sandwich too. No, I see. I don't see the joy in the journey when it comes to food. Just get my food so I can eat it. That's kind of how I am with the Raiders early in the season. It's like, okay, give me through week eight, yeah. have them six and two, seven and one, and then Ooh. let's see how they do in the second half of the season. All right. When we come back, we'll get you ready for Arnie's picks with a trip through the locker rooms. But first, one final time tonight, Steve Sager. Get just caught up on everything in the world of sports. What's going on, Steve? Raiders off to their first 3-0 start since uh, the last time they reached the Super Bowl almost right. 20 years ago. One. Las Vegas, X of Oakland, X of L.A. Sure to have plenty of fans support at the stadium against the Chargers tomorrow night. Two of the Raiders wins in overtime so far for the Chargers. Justin Herbert has a couple of fourth quarter game-winning drives. That's the matchup to finish up the week. Tonight in the rain at New England, Tampa Bay, now 3-1, was a winner 19-17 against the Patriots. Tom Brady, 269 Nine yards passing. The Bucks with no turnovers. Tampa Bay made a 48-yard field goal attempt with under two minutes to go. The Patriots missed a 56-yarder with under one minute left. It hit the upright. Tom Brady became the NFL's all-time passing leader in the first quarter of his return to New England. Breaks Drew Brees' record over 80,000 career regular season yards. A return to Philadelphia for Andy Reid today. The coach won his 100th game with the Chiefs. So he's the first coach to win at least 100 with two teams. Ah. He had a 140 victories with the Eagles. Kansas City's win was 42 to 30. Tyreek Hill, 11 catches, 186 yards, three touchdowns. In fact, Patrick Mahomes, five TD passes, 278 yards. Clyde Edwards-Alaire on 14 carries at over 100 yards rushing. Eagles are one and three. Not enough people are talking about the finish to the Baltimore game. They did win at Denver, 23 to seven. Lamar Jackson over 300 yards passing. Justin Tucker, three for three on field goals. The Ravens D with five sacks. But of news note is that the Ravens have now had at least 100 yards rushing for a 43rd straight game that ties the all-time record set by the Steelers' great teams in the mid-1970s. Thing is, if you saw the final play, the, I did, yes. the Ravens, instead of taking a knee with a 23-7 lead, ran a play and had Lamar Jackson gain five yards on the ground to put the team over 100 yards, prolonging the streak. Yeah, if I was Denver, I'd knock them silly if they would have I would have yeah, knocked them. Yeah, except it was the last play. I know, I would have knocked them silly though for doing that. Coach John Harbaugh said afterwards he was responsible for the decision to go for the record, quote, 100% my call. That's one of yeah. those records that's meaningful. Meanwhile, no, no, Bron- Bronco players were reportedly livid about yeah, that coach decision. Like, if I was on the field, Field, I would have taken him out, baby. Absolutely. Well, Late then, hit, Arnie. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers are 1-3 and three after losing at Green Bay 27-17. Roethlisberger did pass Dan Marino for the sixth most passing yards in NFL history. He's also up to 400 touchdown passes. Aaron Rodgers threw TD pass number 420. That ties Marino sixth all-time. In fact, two touchdown passes to Randall Cobb, and Rodgers had a TD run as well. 27-17 the final. Uh, Roethlisberger, one touchdown pass, one interception, and one fumble. 
Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson won his 100th regular season game. Already 100 wins in his first wow. decade in the league. Only Peyton Manning's done that. He had 105 in his first 10 years. Wilson with a win and counting, right? That, By the way, that's the Thursday. Seattle is hosting the Rams on Thursday night on Fox. Seattle was a winner at San Francisco today, 28-21. Wilson, two touchdown passes and a TD run. Although there wasn't much offense there otherwise, and they still won on the road. Under 150 yards passing for Wilson. He was sacked three times. The team punted eight times. Seattle's offense, 14 drives, 14 first downs. Jeez. For the 49ers, Debo Samuel, eight catches, 156 yards and two scores. But quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo left with a calf injury. He thinks he'll miss a couple of weeks. Trey Lance came off the bench for two TD passes, two-point run as well. Yep. Got him close at least. The Bills with a 40 to nothing win over the Texans, already their second shutout of the season. Apparently the last team to post two blowout shutouts like this in the same season, the Jets of 2009, ladies no. and gentlemen. So there's actually something positive in Jets history. We, we've got proof of it right here. Jeez. The Buffalo win puts them at 3-1 and one in the rain. They went up against a Houston team that had Davis Mills at quarterback throwing four interceptions. The, uh, by the way, Stefan Diggs' brother not having a bad career at this point. One of the best young corners in the league. Trayvon Diggs leading the league with five interceptions through four games for Dallas so far. Had two today in the win against Carolina. And he joins Chuck Howley as the only Dallas player with five picks through four games. I love mentioning that name because that's the answer to one of the great MVP football. on a losing Super exactly. Bowl Exactly. MVP of the Super Bowl, and Dallas didn't win it about 50 years ago. Yeah. They lost on the late field goal to the Colts. By the way, Sam Darnold now with Carolina had only had five rushing touchdowns in his career going into this got year. Five now. He's got five rushing touchdowns the first four games. Leads the NFL. For Carolina. But three and one record for the Panthers. Cowboy he had five sacks. And uh, I mentioned the Chiefs, but I didn't mention Patrick Mahomes. He's up to 40-10 and 10 as a starter in his pro career. The only other quarterback in the Super Bowl era to win 40 of his first 50 starts was Ken Stabler, Raiders, back wow. in the 70s. Overtime wins for the Jets and Giants. Baseball's regular season ended. The Yankees got a run in the ninth to beat Tampa Bay 1-0. So that sends the Yankees to the wild card game Tuesday at Boston. The wild card winner then goes to top-seeded Tampa Bay on Thursday. The Red Sox got in thanks to a two-run homer in the ninth by Rafael Devers. So it'll be Garrett Cole of the Yanks against Nathan Evaldi of the Red Sox Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Then Wednesday night, it's the NL wildcard game. Cardinals at Dodgers. Dodgers have won seven straight. They won their finale today, but Max Muncy of L.A. left with an elbow injury and a collision at first base. He is likely out this week. Wednesday night, it's due to be Max Scherzer against Adam Wainwright. Winner goes to San Francisco. The loser Wednesday is out. Milwaukee will open the postseason against Atlanta Friday to start a best-of-five division series. And both AL division series are on FS1 starting Thursday, and that includes White Sox against Houston. Houston won the ALS by five games in the standings. White Sox finished with 93 wins, winning the AL Central by 13 games. No one else in that division even finished at 500. But the matchup for that series, White Sox-Houston, is manager Tony Arusa, age 76, against manager Dusty Baker, age 72. 
just for the record. Mm. And congrats to Toronto on a good season. And you mentioned how great the Seattle and Toronto crowds were this weekend. Those so were playoff awesome. atmospheres. It was so fun to watch that Seattle game, for example, last night. Toronto won easily today. 91 wins, but the season is over. They beat a Baltimore team, by the way, that finished 52-110. and 110. <laughs> Arizona won its finale. The Diamondbacks finished 55 games out in their division. <laughs> their record was that bad? 52 and 110, like the Orioles. Wow. Yeah, 55 games out. And NASCAR's race at Talladega postponed to tomorrow due to rain. We'll see if there's rain tomorrow. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Great job tonight, man. Mm-hmm. Can't wait till next Sunday night. Um, and have fun tomorrow night with mm-hmm. the Chargers Raiders game in Los Angeles. Have the day off tomorrow, Steve. Steve, uh, real quick. I know you got to get out for Eddie. Predictions on the crowd split. 60-40 Raider fan, 70-30, more 50-50. What do you Well, the worst right I've now? seen was the Sunday night uh, visit to the soccer stadium a couple years ago when the Whoa. Steelers were there, and that was about 80 to 20. Uh, I don't know. It's I, I don't foresee it being like that, but, you know, the Raiders fans always turn out in Southern California. It doesn't matter who the opponent is. And they're good. So and they're actually everyone, good this year. Yeah. You haven't been able to say that for a while. Dr- drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit. All right, have fun tomorrow night, mm-hmm. Steve. All right, uh, Arnie, let's uh, hit the locker room, shall yeah. we? Because yeah. if there is one big storyline on this show tonight, it's been Tom Brady's return to, uh, I said Tampa, New England. Yeah. Tampa gets the win. Bill Belichick afterwards. You coached Tom Brady in practice for 20 years, but this is the first time you went ahead against him in a game. What was the experience like going? We, we, look, we went against Tom Brady every day, every day in practice defensively. So it's not like we've never seen Tom Brady before. Was the experience of coaching against him in a game any different? Yeah, they're a good football team. He's a great quarterback. I mean, I think that's all goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, hey, so so he's grumpy, right? Because oh, they time. lost. But listen to Bruce Arians. I think it's very, very special for him. Well, he kept it inside all week. You know, he's probably letting it out right now. It was a big week for him, but it was a, it was a bigger week for the team. I was very, very frustrated with everybody saying this was a quarterback and a coach. This is a team sport. The Bucks won this game, all right? And we beat the Patriots. All right? We could lose in sight that this is a team game. Everybody wanted to make this all up about Brady and Belichick. I don't think Bill played a snap. He had 22 guys out there playing their ass off, and I knew they would. <laughs> and we had 22 guys out there playing their asses off. One of them does happen to be named Brady. Oh, pipe down. Yeah. How pipe dare you bring up facts into this? Um, all right. So you want some Brady. Tom Brady was asked, obviously, about being back in New England. I tried not to predict what was going to happen and how I'd feel. And had a few emotional moments this week just thinking about all the people that have really meant so much to me in my life that are a part of this community. Just very grateful for, you know, amazing time here. And like I said, my football journey took me somewhere else. But I'm really enjoying that. And bringing one against a really good football team tonight's where, where we wanted to get. Meanwhile, on the relationship with Belichick. We've had a personal relationship, you know, for 20 plus years. So he drafted me here and had a lot of personal conversations that should remain that way. And they're very private. And I would say so much is made of our relationship. And, you know, as I said earlier this week, you know, from a player standpoint, you just expect the coach to give you everything he's got. And as a, I'm sure as a player, that's what he was hoping for me. But nothing's really accurate that I ever see. You know, definitely doesn't come from my personal feelings or beliefs. And I have a lot of respect for him as a coach and obviously a lot of respect for this organization and you know all the different people here that try to make it successful boy whoever no. put that quote on twitter sure did screw that bad boy up because that's awesome they made it kind of seem like it's like well listen you know it's more of a personal thing between us i know you don't want to like you don't like that kind of stuff and you want to be like oh he's not being honest with us i love how can you not love you, that you, you want, know to I want to hear each from other you? they were together for 20 years i, I want to hear from the truth teller and that would have been gronk 
Gronk would have told us the truth. He would have said, oh, boy, we were backstabbing that coach all week long because we knew that this was going to be a big game. Gronk would have told us the truth. I just I, I hate to break it to you, Arnie, but I don't think anyone's lying to you. They won the game. You <laughs> they know? did. That was the most important thing, though. You're right. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that it was a, yeah, bleep you, Belichick, and I don't think Bruce Arians would let it be that way. Okay, we got to get out of here because what you all came for tonight is next. Arnie's picks. Wrap it up here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Bubbo, great job tonight, man. Absolutely crushing it through all the tech uh, challenges. Thanks to Kiris for – grinding tonight behind the scenes in Sherman Oaks. Great job by Bo Benton to hook us up to talk to Todd Furman from Vegas, to Sager on updates in the millions and millions of editors behind the scenes that brought us all the great audio for the show tonight. We appreciate you. One more quick tweet before yes. we get to Arnie's picks. Jordan writes, buy or sell, Arnie. The Dolphins trade for De- Deshaun Watson by the end of business Monday. Maybe by Tuesday morning. I hope not. I don't want that to happen. I, I'm just going to, you know, now that two is going to be back, what, October in two more weeks. So they'll uh, they'll probably just go ahead and wait that out. By the way, Sharon uh, tweets in, does anyone honestly believe Brady would have been that kind and noble had he had lost? Nope. Hell no. Of course not. No, of course not. I, it, you would have had the press conferences like uh, Belichick had. It was like, you know, it's a great time to be here. here We've moved years. on. Awesome. We've moved on. We've moved on. I know what New England plays Houston next week off the top, off the top of my head. I don't know who Tampa uh, has next week. but yeah. Miami. Okay, so there you go. Tampa, Miami next week. We're on to Miami. All right, yeah. we're on Arnie's picks because we got to get them in before we get out. So stinking genius. Record doesn't appear to be good, but no one can prove or disprove that. So take it away. Where do you want to go on this Sunday night? Well, I don't know if you know this. Next weekend, there's a Texas-Oklahoma rivalry going on. There's Oklahoma-Texas playing on Saturday. That's right. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma, I said. Not Oklahoma, Texas. Texas, Oklahoma, okay? Um, I still don't know why they don't have that on a home field. It bothers me that it's a neutral site game. I've been to that game a couple times myself. But um, Texas plays them tough when even they're not even a great team. Oklahoma struggled. I can't lay any points with Oklahoma. Give me Texas plus the three and a half against Oklahoma in that one. I know that's going to crush you, Plank. I'm all Actually, over. Actually, I've never felt better about that game now. I'm all over Iowa laying two and a half against Penn State at home. Love that Iowa defense. Penn State's really going to go ahead. Tough time moving the ball. Over to the NFL. I'm all over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Minus nine and a half over my Dolphins. I got to lay nine and a half. That's because the Dolphins can't score. They can't get out of their own way. Jacoby Brissett's going to get clobbered. Tampa going to kill them. I'll lay the nine and a half. Give me the Bills plus the three on the road against Kansas City. Bills plus three points. They're playing some great football. Kansas City, I've got some serious doubts. I'll take the three. I'm sticking with all the teams I told you which I like. Arizona. Give me them minus four and a half against San Francisco at home. They should beat them by at least a touchdown. I'm going to take my Giants plus seven and a half on the road against Dallas. Way too many points in this rivalry. And for tomorrow, you know I'm all over the Chargers minus the three against your Raiders. So there you have my picks. Do with them as you please. No longer Strictly for entertainment purposes only. Oh. Thank you. Clap, Thank clap, you. clap, clap, clap. Thank you. Thank you. I'm curious, when did you go to OU, Texas? When I worked down uh, in dining. Dallas. No, I'm like, do, what happened in the game? Because I'm curious. Uh, Oklahoma won. Exactly. 
I just – I've never understood why you can't just jump on board with a winner. We'd love to have you, Arnie, but wow. you choose to be an a-hole. <laughs> so I hope Arizona never wins another – well, what am I saying? We oh, might not. Going yeah, we might not. Uh, you exactly. know, tomorrow night is going to be fun. Two things to keep an eye on. I noticed Sager brought it up. Kenneth Murray rolled his ankle in practice. They're the star Mike linebacker for the Los Angeles Chargers. See if he's healthy and ready to go. And there seems to be a little bit of – buzz about maybe some disdain for how Josh Jacobs has handled getting back on the field. So doesn't look like he's going to be ready to go. And they just added their fullback, Alec Ingold mm. to the injury report for tomorrow night for or tonight, I guess on the East coast yeah. and central time zone for the Raiders. So should be a fun one. Raiders, Chargers, Monday Night Football, and then a great week ahead. Not just a full college slate, but a great NFL slate. Arnie, have a great week, You buddy. too, my friend. You too. For Bobo, for Bo Benson, for all the See editors, and Steve Sager, he's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. Big Ben is next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.